Would you, would you mind a two-minute break? I'm unfortunately very old and I'll get to run to the bathroom again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go, be free. Thanks, I'm good to go. Welcome back. Don't yep. talk about him anymore. Shh. Okay, sorry. Yes, right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have this part of the recording. Damn it. I thought I would listen to that, but I don't have that part. <laughs> I definitely only showed him my cat. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Spook Retorts. <laughs> yes, it's that time of year again. We're back in it with our spooky holiday episodes. I'm Sam. I'm Danielle. And this is the podcast about sharing your weird media finds with your friends who don't know what you're talking about. Only I have more than one friend here today. Yay, friends. Yay, Yay friends. <laughs> I have Philip from the Mind Duck Books podcast. Say hello, Philip. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to, you know, have podcast holiday. Yes. <laughs> We're excited too. this time. So and I want to point out, this is all Philip's fault. This movie that we're going to be sharing today was his idea. Even though mm -hmm. he's not the one sharing it, I mm -hmm. was given that honor. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you don't like it, feel free to write Philip. <laughs> yeah, write Philip. Don't talk to us. <laughs> I was waiting for Sam to say exactly that because I told him in his face on my podcast that it was all his fault that I read Hyperion by Dan Simmons. <laughs> yeah, this is your revenge, so yes. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that it was sweet, or it will be sweet when I hear you talk about it. Uh, before we get into our 1988 film, Slugs, Philip, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about Mind Duck Books and if you have a favorite episode you'd like to point people towards. Thanks a lot for the shameless plug. I Absolutely. would like to, of course, recommend episode uh, 47 and 52, which is all about Hyperion. It almost <laughs> killed me. Okay, what if our listeners are sick of Hyperion? Is there anything else they can get a respite from it? <laughs> So as you said, it's called Mind Duck. I couldn't put an F there. So the only reason it's called Mind Duck is because we couldn't swear on the name. Enlisted in the podcast. So I really, is right. I really love, like Sam, I lo really love to talk about convoluted plots and mind-blowing <laughs> things. And I would like to believe that some of our episodes actually have actually good books covered <laughs> and actually good ideas. Not only the nonsense, but we, of course dive into the nonsense very deep. That's why Mind Duck. Yeah, after listening to a number of your episodes, I gotta say, I find your conversations much more enlightening than I'm used to having on this podcast. And much more I boring know. than your podcast. <laughs> no, it's not boring. I love your podcast. Yeah, that's the point. Like, you know, it's just a different flavor of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a little bit more interesting. You're trying to strike people. a balance, not to be too yeah. dry, but also be like informative. So we do a lot of preparation in the background, in the writer and stuff. And you do like a half. And then after the first half, you should know if you're interested in the book. And the second half should be like full on spoilers and plot discussion. And hopefully this will save you some time because there are so many books and it's so difficult to get into a book. And it's such a time commitment. So I took it onto myself to help the people of the world to read more and hopefully choose the perfect book. So that's a kind of the point. A selfless public servant. That's what you <laughs> yeah. do. You do a real service for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I had to write on like an article to Twitter 
and I had to justify why I want to have my Twitter bot approved. What kind of authority, what kind of public authority I am. <laughs> so I said, I'd like to spread knowledge and motivate people to read and I am a service to the public. And they said, okay, and they approved the bot. So I'm doing it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Seriously, well done on, on that. Pulling one over on them. <laughs> So please, uh, listeners, check out episode 52 of the Mindac Books podcast. Uh, Daniel and Sam are there, and we had such a blast talking about the fall of Hyperion. I was so sweaty afterwards, I, I almost died. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't, don't, don't be that nervous, jeez. <laughs> I wasn't nervous, I was just exhausted. Because some of the plot details, I it's still can't get... It's an exhausting book. I mean, that's a fact. That's a very funny yeah. episode, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could laugh at your own stuff, but I definitely laughed at that episode. I enjoyed it thoroughly, so well done. I enjoyed myself as well. And we love <laughs> Dune, so we're covering all the Dune books, and the 50th episode was all about Dune trying to be very serious and probably very boring, so nah. you might listen to that one if you're into like a classic, sci-fi classic. But I guess I should stop talking about myself, so let's move on. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely check that out when you get a chance, but unfortunately for you, you've joined us on Spook Retorts, so we're going to talk about... Slugs, a 1988 yeah. cult classic? <laughs> <laughs> and I shall say this is a multi-level collab, so there's going to be a Mind Duck podcast about the book, The Slugs, which the movie yes. is based on, where Sam's going to suffer as well. So um, excited. We'll, we'll see how this goes before I commit to anything else, all right? Let's just <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's okay. get in there. I thought it was set in stone already. Yeah, we'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Danielle, as the only person here who has had no introduction to slugs, I will have a summary for you to read right now. Okay. It says, People are dying mysteriously and gruesomely, and nobody has a clue what the cause is. Only health worker Mike Brady has a possible solution, but his theory of killer slugs is laughed at by the authorities. Only when the body count begins to rise and a slug expert from England begins snooping around does it begin to look like Mike had the right idea after all. How big are these slugs? Not. (laughs) (laughs) They are your average garden slug. Excellent. The sole reason I read this and was interested was this is the most nonsensical premise to a horror movie monster I've ever heard of. <laughs> Have you heard, uh, it was a day of the Triffids? Yeah, but that's a good premise. That they walk and they're giant plants. And they, okay, they whip so, okay. you with poisonous whips. Like, okay, that's... <laughs> My mistake. I, 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 that's a great premise. Killer slug. Ridiculous. Got it. You know, so... Can't you just run away from the slug? They exactly. so, so slow. So I wanted to like oh. jump in for a second and ask you, Danielle, before we get into the actual movie, how would you either defend yourself or kill the horror monster in this case? So Salt number guns? one, step away. <laughs> exactly. Salt guns, right? Okay. That was my first thought too. We'll see if anyone in this movie uses the strikingly obvious solution of salt. Ordinary table salt. <laughs> be so mad if they don't use salt Sam. okay well I, I gotta tell you it's a very obvious solution so i would be too yep but i also want to point out that i repeatedly throughout this and you you'll see me but i go through like okay i'm waiting for the point where i'm gonna start feeling the threat of the slugs mm-hmm. the threat of the slug yeah i will tell you the point at which i finally understand why the slugs are a threat oh and that so is we'll one that is one actually okay i never got that out of the book so we open cold open it's a lake. There's a fishing boat, and there's a couple in a small rowboat that they're fishing. There's no slugs in the fishing boat, right? I mean, it's a fishing boat. 
Daniel, please. We will get there. Are there slugs in the water? Are they water slugs? Can they swim? Yeah, Can slugs, slugs swim? swim? Maybe like five seconds. <laughs> Let's get in the summer. Come on. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I have so many questions. Yeah, you have a lot of questions, Danielle. And I promise you, you'll have more questions by the time I finish this paragraph. So please hold all questions to the end of the sentence. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So the girl is complaining about how like, oh, I thought you were kidding when you said we were going fishing. And I'm like, how did she see this guy, like load up his fishing gear into a car, get into the car with him, drive to a lake, go out in a rowboat, and is like, wait, we're actually fishing? (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, she's got herself to blame at this point. He gave her all the clues that they were going fishing (laughs) and probably told her they were going fishing. And Mm. she just thought he was kidding. So uh, that's how the characters are. She wanted something else that wasn't a slug. Well, she does. We'll get to that too. But my point is, this is sort of an encapsulation, I feel, of the characters in this movie, where I I think our our theory of androids, uh, and Danielle (laughs) and I have a theory where all characters in movies and TV shows are actually non-human androids, which explains why they behave very strangely in a way that no person actually would. Again, is this a Hyperion reference? (laughs) No, no, this is pre-date Hyperion. (laughs) Pre-date Hyperion by many years. (laughs) Okay. But it does tie in. Yeah, these people do not like, I'm like, no human would be this oblivious that I could think of. Mm. Anyway, so of note, the dude is sitting on the edge of the boat. Again, this is a small rowboat and like mm. has one leg draped over the edge just so he can have his foot in the water. Of course. For no reason, because obviously you don't want your foot in the water while you're fishing because it would scare the fish with the ripples and everything, I assume. But deep, obviously deep the plot fish. wants him to have his foot in the water, so he's going to get into a, a weird yoga pose to get his foot in the water <laughs> over the edge of the rowboat. And I'm like, yes, this is great. <laughs> this movie is bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> so the girl's like, well, I'm going to go swimming. And she begins to strip to go swimming. And then something bites the man's foot. And he's like, oh, something hit my foot. And the girl just sort of ignores him. And she turns around to take off her shirt. And as she does so, he's pulled under the water. <gasps> oh, no. By a slug. Yes. Baby slug? Like <laughs> a normal, normal size slug. A, I'm presuming an ordinary slug somehow has enough traction to pull a man into... I don't know, Daniel. So, so, number one slug fact. Uh, watch out, I'm oh, prepared. Oh, slug fact! Wait, 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 Danielle, we need a theme song for well, Philip's slug fact it corner. This, it can't be the same as the crab one, because that's the only one I know. that one at this point? Yeah, slug fact corner! Do, 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 do. Perfect, great. I love it. That's exactly the, the same. The universal theme song. The most adaptable theme song ever written. I think it should be Philip's slug fact corner. Do, 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 do. Sounds like an Innuendo, I don't want to, but okay. So I'd like to let you know that a slug can be as heavy as 32 pounds, which is 14 kilograms for people who are not from the US. And Chen tells me that some people have giant slug pets in the US. Have you seen those? Like it's a big Oh, banana thing, slugs like, or something. Yeah, something oh, like banana that. slugs, yeah. So can they swim? I don't know. I haven't looked that one up, but I don't they know, can but be really I big. <laughs> I've seen banana slugs. Have you seen a banana slug, Sam? Yeah, all the time. We used to have banana slug kissing contests. People have died from that, actually, <laughs> oh which is God. a problem. <laughs> I didn't participate, but we used to when we go camping out in the woods, you know, clearly this shows you the level of entertainment we had as children. Now all you young whippersnappers have podcasts to keep you entertained, so be grateful. <laughs> I just checked, so no, hard no, they cannot swing. <laughs> <laughs> and my question is, are they in any way mutated or somehow ex- enhanced? Oh, Phil, we'll we get will to get to all yes. of that. <laughs> I promise you. All your questions. And more. Uh, I want to say will be answered, but they won't. 
Some of them will be. Some of <laughs> okay, your questions okay, okay. will be answered. Because okay, you expect are mutant slugs, right? Giant mutant slugs. That's the premise I don't you know. expect. All yeah, I know we'll is this poor man has been dragged under the water and his girlfriend is half naked behind him, doesn't know that he's gone. Mm. You did, she didn't hear him? What? Well, as soon as he flashes <laughs> in, she turns around and sees his hand go, like, jabbing out out of the water, like, then sink below. And she's like, Wayne, cut it out. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> While ominous bongo music plays, which bongo is a great music. choice. <laughs> I feel like all slugs have bongo music as their theme oh, no. as they this slug be along. should the theme song as they kill people. It sounds fun. Uh, yeah. There's so much good music in this, in this movie. <laughs> So I want to get something out of the way first. This is obviously a B movie, so I'm not going to rag too hard on the acting or the writing because, come on. I mean, we're mm. not here for, the, for it's not like, you know, Scorsese or whatever. And, and honestly, it's part of the charm of this movie. On <laughs> If you're going to watch this movie, it, it really helps. <laughs> <laughs> so dance. anyway, she yeah. continues to insist he must be kidding. Like, come on, Wayne, cut it out. Just come up here. And then the water starts roiling with Wayne's blood. She screams and we cut to the credits. <laughs> Solid opening. <laughs> well, the credits are not. It's just a blue filter, like a blue like gel filter over the camera, and it's just a static shot of slugs crawling around over the opening. Oh, that's it. How quickly slugs. do they crawl around, I shall ask. Like, is, does the opening credits titles take like five minutes before they crawl across? <laughs> I mean, they're just sort of, sort of like, a, like a ball, like a writhing mass of slugs. Oh, so. right, 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 right. They've combined forces. Ball. Oh boy, do do they do we have a Voltron <laughs> of slugs? Is your question? I guess we will see. <laughs> oh, also, oh, this is so great! Like I said, the music is amazing. So half the music is like psycho esque string stings, and the other half is just screams, just people screaming. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So it's good. This movie is great. I kind of love it. <laughs> All right, so we cut to a bunch of rowdy teens in the car because obviously we have rowdy teens in this movie. Mm. The car is zooming off and it nearly runs over an old man walking down the middle of the street and they call him a scumbag out the window for reasons to establish that they are disposable bodies. <laughs> and then the man, as he like picks himself up, is talking to his dog like a lot about like, oh, they tried to kill me, but I'm okay. I survived. They can't kill me that easily. And so he gets back to his home, which is not very far away, and takes out a a bottle from his coat pocket and starts drinking. And then he gets real mean to the dog. He's like, he's trying to drag the dog inside and the dog like, doesn't want to go in. He's like, what is my house not good enough for you? Which is <laughs> an odd question, presuming that that's his dog and has probably lived at this house for a while and has been inside before. So I don't really understand what is happening. This is it's how you set up a person you want to have killed. This is, this is for the audience. This is because there's slugs inside the house, right? Oh, obviously, yes. Of course there are slugs <laughs> in the house. But the question I have is like, why is he talking to the dog like it's ever been to this house before when it's clearly his dog? I'm like, you, you know the dog. The that, dog's so. been to the house before. Like, it's not like clue in to the dog not want to go inside. It's very weird. Well, he's too drunk to listen to his dog, Sam. That's probably true. So he leaves the dog outside, and he finds an eviction notice on the floor inside. So not a great start for this poor man. Is the eviction notice from the slugs? Yes. Yes, it is. The <laughs> slugs. So this is the real twist of this movie. The slugs aren't killing people physically. They're more like Wall Street investment bankers. Like, that's the kind of eel these <laughs> slugs are inflicting on this small, you know, America town in anywhere USA. <laughs> They're driving them out you of their homes. <laughs> Good job. Taking over their places of business. It's like the uh, the movie Up, where all the people are buying all the property around that that one man's house, and they're going to like you know turn into shopping malls or whatever. 
Did they combine their miniature slug brains into a UI, UI, slug UI AI? <laughs> yeah, they created a slug ultimate intelligence, yes. a SUI. Yes. No, I'm assuming Sui. they actually get on each other's shoulders and wear a trench coat and pretend to be a human. Danielle, pray tell, where are slug's shoulders? <laughs> they don't have arms. <laughs> it's just the little bumpy part before their heads. <laughs> Do they, I mean, all right, I'm not a slug anatomist. I'll buy it. <laughs> Philip, slug fat corner. Uh, <laughs> do slugs have shoulders? I'm afraid not, but <laughs> you can All imagine right. them having shoulders that blend into the body, which is a foot anyway. But what? I think there's like merit it. further investigation. I, I, I think they do. I think right, they can get on top of each other, Sam. All right. All right. Fine. So he lights a lantern in the house because I guess the electricity was cut off or doesn't work. It's never mentioned why. And as he goes to like, you know, putter around his house, we get a close up of a floor heating grate with writhing slugs coming out of the grate. Mm. So this is the, the great part about the slugs in this movie. You never see them move. Yeah. You just see like a shot of a pile That's of slugs. That's what I'm talking about. You are horrified by the immovable force of miniature slugs. And then a cut back to the slugs and then the people like, we'll get to it, but it's just like you never see the slugs actually move. It's just a pile of slugs. Because they're slugs. They don't move. It's great. Because why are the people screaming? You mentioned they were screaming, but nothing's happening. There's nothing loud, nothing menacing, nothing big, nothing deadly. It's it's stationary. Wayne was put underwater by aquatic slugs. They invented scuba gear for slugs. They're like genius slugs. They clearly have a navy, a slug navy. Is is it ever confirmed there were aquatic slugs? Because it doesn't... 100% aquatic slugs, yes. (laughs) In that case... They're even more dangerous in the water. They're like... They're like a land shark that learned to swim again. <laughs> so the the man then he lies down on a couch, which we conveniently like shoot the couch from the back, so we just see him sort of plop down out of sight behind the couch, and his legs and arms shoot up and start jerking around as he yells and screams and flails about. It's like, no, get off me! So he's dead. Does he have a just... fetish? Did he want to fall in that? Like what happened? <laughs> He just lied down. I guess he didn't look before he sat down into uh, apparently just all the slugs in the world on the couch waiting in ambush for him. I just can't imagine a scenario where you're not able to get away from the slugs. That's exactly my point. Like, so this is how it happens. This is how they strike. You sit on them. They're ambush predators. Like, maybe if you were sleeping, you think they'd only take you out in your sleep, where they could, like, slowly crawl across your body towards your carotid yeah, I was artery. to be, like, passed out or get unconscious or something. I but will no, he give you on them. one spoiler. Not a single person who was killed is in any way unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> so, shows you how dangerous those slugs oh, are, gosh. Danielle. I'm already struggling with this. <laughs> I know. I'm not even like, oh, I have so much to go. It was so just like, about yeah. the side tangent, but I remember the book stars that somebody eats a slug by accident. Is that ever in the movie? We'll see. We'll see what okay, happens. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's, you, that's you like can a ask way your to, questions, Phil. Like I'm a way not going to answer them. <laughs> to have an original slug attack, you know, it gets in the body somehow by accident, but not uh, in the it's, movie um, It's a whole thing. We'll see. Okay. So we cut to a busy restaurant. Two couples are drinking together. One lady, Maureen, was already drunk. Drunk Maureen tries unsuccessfully to get either of the two men to dance before declaring that Ashton is the armpit of America. So your guess is as good as mine as to where that is. There are so many places that can answer the armpit of America. No offense. Ohio. No. I was going to say Ohio, too. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, Ohio. We're we so love you. mean to Ohio. We do. New Jersey and Ohio. Bag. We're just so mean to them. We shouldn't be. That's okay. Philip, as a non United States citizen, someone mm. who didn't grow up here, where would you classify the armpit yeah, of America? I was, to I was be? specifically, strategically not commenting on any of this. Please don't ask. <laughs> no, we're going to make you. <laughs> it is somewhere. <laughs> okay. No idea. Can you just, do you not even know it? Like, you just name a state, <laughs> any state. It'll be right. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, I show. He's like, I don't <laughs> want to defend an entire country. Please don't make me. <laughs> All right. Fine, fine. What's your I know this, this is time? a trap based on what conversations we've had with my wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does she want to make a, an educated guess on the yeah, yeah, of America? I'd love to take her vote. But yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, fine. We'll leave it there. I'll leave it up to the listener's imagination as to where I think the armpit of America is. It's wherever you want to be. It's the armpit in your heart. That's how I think about it. Yes. <laughs> exactly my point. The armpit of <laughs> right, my perfect. heart. It's just the US. That's how Czech people think about it. I never said I was from the Czech Republic, by the way. But that's oh, how, okay. Because in Czech, we, we don't have an idiom. And it says to like... The American paradise, like the, the, the American thing, like we have, for example, seasoning called American potatoes. It's like the best <laughs> taste people think of potatoes and I love it so much. You can buy it everywhere. I even got it imported and, and Chen has never like tasted anything like that, but it's called American potatoes and it's amazing. And Czech people think America is amazing, but they've never been there and they don't know what that is. And they never checked if you guys have that kind of seasoning. So you don't. So Danielle, have you ever had American potato seasoning? I have not. I've had many a potato though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is, why do you, why does the Czech Republic get all the, like the good stuff? Like they get the good American season. We're stuck here with like nothing. That's I'll, I'll send you a package. Bogus. So absolutely yeah. for me as a Czech person, this place is in the middle of my heart. I think it's the best place to be. If I have to import American potato seasoning, I will be incensed. I wonder what's fair. in it. What what is what. What do they think Only, we put on potatoes? It's, it's, it's a trade secret. It's like a bunch of herbs. It's like Mrs. Little, Dash or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and it does Old have the seasoning. secret ingredients right. of love because Czech people are in love with the US. Well, we appreciate your love, even if it is maybe not as deserved as it should be. We do love potatoes, though. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idaho is nothing if not a potato place. <laughs> All right. So the other couple, uh, Mike and Kim... They have a meeting with the sheriff in the morning, or at least Mike does, so they decide to call it a night early. And as they're leaving, they run into Don and Maria on the way out. Don is the country sanitation supervisor. Are any of these people important to the plot? At this point, I don't know. So I'm giving you all the names just in case. Well, is Mike Mike Brady? Because he seemed to be important to the plot. Yeah, but I didn't read the the summary before watching the movie. So I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't have that clue. I had like five people introduced in quick succession. As you should. Also, Don and Maria have kids who are high school students of Kim's. So Kim is a high school teacher and their friends, Donna Maria, some of their kids are in her class and they have very unflattering things to say about her, which everyone just sort of laughs off when they call her nasty names. When they're like, oh, I've heard my sister refer to you as the evil person so and such. And she's like, oh, ha, 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 that's fine. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, everyone just knows and no one cares. Cool. <laughs> Not important. <laughs> <laughs> Does she die later by being eaten by slugs? Which one? There's so many people I just introduced. All of them. <laughs> yes, every single person <laughs> my, dies. The maybe. slugs win. <laughs> slugs win. <laughs> Why not? So cut to Mike and Kim at home. Kim asks Mike if he thinks Maureen is attractive, which, what? That seems like a trap. Well, that's a dangerous question. And why would you ask your husband that? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So Mike, 
very astutely demures and just says like, oh, Marine, she drinks too much. And Kip's like, that's not an answer. And he just sort of acknowledges that and doesn't say anything else. So good job, Mike. <laughs> yeah, smart man. <laughs> smart <Yep>. man. <laughs> I think this is to establish his bona fides as the intelligent person in this movie, <laughs> which I do have questions about later. <laughs> so Kim comes out in a lingerie and they start having sex on the bed as we cut to a shot of slugs oh, no. on their windows. Don't even say in the bed. I was yeah, sure no, they would the be on the floor them. while they're on the windows. <laughs> okay, they're watching. They have what? a yeah. voyeuristic <laughs> fetish. They're scouts. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're having sex. They won't notice if we climb on them. <laughs> Boy, have you written this movie? <laughs> <laughs> No, they found a way. They found a way. I have to appreciate it. Slugs always find a way. (laughs) Okay, Ian Malcolm, thank you. (laughs) So cut to the next day at the sheriff's office. An officer at the front desk is telling his wife, girlfriend, whoever on the phone that he can't run home just to kill a few slugs. So this movie is not subtle about what the problem is. The problem is slugs and they're everywhere. Apparently nobody believes them though. Oh boy, I have so many things to say about like... Who believes what at what point of this movie? It is absolutely insane. So Mike walks in to meet with Sheriff Reese. They're going to evict the old man. So good luck for them finding him to evict him. <laughs> He's dead, right? What? Oh, what oh, yeah. happens? Do we find out like what it looks like after a slug attack? Oh, yes. Yes. So excited. <laughs> Are there like trails, slug trails? <laughs> I, I'm not sure it's going to look like anything. Yes. <laughs> Do they eat skin? Are there skeletons? So, Okay. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. This movie has a lot of scenes that are, like, not important. And I'm going to tell you about one of them right now so I can skip the rest of them just to give you this flavor. Okay. (laughs) So, for instance, as Mike and the sheriff drive to the house to evict the man, Mike says, oh, do you mind if I smoke? And the sheriff says, yes, I do mind. So Mike tosses the cigarette out the window. The sheriff says, you're lucky. Uh, That's usually a $500 fine for littering. And the sheriff, like, puts a piece of candy in his mouth. And Mike says, hey, you know what they found inside those candies? Rat feces and science. And the sheriff like spits it out the window and Mike's like, oh, it's a $500 fine for littering. And I'm like, what? Why is this in the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Also, why did the sheriff just like, oh yeah, I believe you that they, whoever they are, found rat feces in this exact candy and I'm going to spit it out in, you know, disgust by hearing that. Do you think the slugs are after humans because we're ruining their ecosystem by throwing stuff (laughs) out into the ground? No, no, no. It's not because of that. No. Uh Kind of. We'll get to it. Get, we will get to it. <laughs> All right. So they pull up to the old man's house. No one answers the door. Where's the dog? They, they forgot about the dog. The dog's not in the movie anymore. It's just <laughs> gone. Oh, I was about to ask, does the dog die.com? Is, is he there? I hope no, he, he made it. the dog is out of the movie. The dog no, was so just there to establish that the old man Fine. is not worthy of, of our pity. Well, the dog didn't want to go in the house. It probably ran off. It was I was it was leashed up out on the porch, though. Nope, it ran. Maybe the slugs let it free. <laughs> Solidarity <laughs> with it the slugs. It yeah. the leash and we're like, get out of here, dog. No, you're talking. <laughs> I believe it. All right, so they climb in an open window because the door is locked and no one answers. The place is squalid. So they wander around and then and then finally Mike finds the bloody corpse on the couch, which is clearly just like a plastic skeleton covered in like red paint and fake blood. <laughs> and it has worms crawling over it, which are not slugs, to be oh, clear. No. But they're like crawling out of the eye sockets. There's like little chunks of meat everywhere. It's great. <laughs> So the slugs eat, eat and heat. Is that what we're establishing? These are carnivorous slugs. Perfect. 100%. 
They're Fun not fact, just killing for true, sport. That's true. They do eat meat. Some slugs do, yes. Yeah. That's gross. And things I didn't need to know in life. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a slug expert, as was alluded to in the summary. And I think we have our own slug expert now with Philip, who is giving all the same information, but much more concisely than <laughs> our slug expert in the movie. There's a species okay. called the ghost slug that eats worms and can eat meat. So it's at least one, I can confirm. Oh, ghost right. slugs? Is that what happens? They, like, appear, disappear, they eat, they you, you wish. You wish. <laughs> Is that what these are? There could be a ghost slug in your house right now. There could be. It's a possibility. If I suddenly I disappear, this. you'll know why. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll hear you screaming. We can't do anything about it. We'll just hear you. My cat will eat me. <laughs> well, if the slugs don't do it first. So did, did help. by any chance the slugs plant like lay eggs in the corpse and then that's like baby slugs are the worms or something like that or is it just it's worms? at the end like we'll this- see we okay. will get to those worms later i promise <laughs> <Okay. Will> we- <laughs> yes that is one sure of we, the- we do get to <laughs> really think you was gonna thought you were lying <laughs> no i was sure he was lying i actually have a note later saying you know what they addressed the worms my bad movie i thought that was a mistake oh. <laughs> i thought they put worms on there instead of slugs and they're like nope there's very intentional this is a foreshadowed clue okay. so we cut to the ambulance is there they reel the body out they're talking about what they saw one of the deputies is really freaked out and he's like oh the eyes have been eaten and most of the organs are just gone eaten up and it freaks them all out so mike asks the sheriff he can go back inside the sheriff says okay just don't touch anything which is not how crime scenes work (laughs) i want to say (laughs) you don't just let the county health inspector wander around as long as he promises you know pinky swears not to touch anything So uh, Mike finds a bunch of trash in the basement, and then he, that's it. That's the whole – he just goes back inside and finds trash in the basement, nothing else. It's completely pointless. <laughs> is that relevant that there's trash no, in the basement? <laughs> absolutely not. Cool. Okay. This is one of those scenes I mentioned earlier that I'm skipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scene that you didn't skip? <laughs> oh, I skipped a lot of this scene, Dan. It's a long scene. This is not a long movie. It's mostly this. <laughs> So cut to Mike and the sheriff driving back, discussing what happened. The sheriff's like, well, maybe it was wild dogs driven out by the cold and hunger. And Mike is like, no, there wasn't enough damage in the house. And it's like, maybe it was rats that ate him. And, you know, they're just like arguing back and forth. And this is where we learned that Mike is the health inspector. And I also thought like, do health inspectors usually accompany the sheriff on eviction runs? That's what is that like, exactly. Thing? What is he doing there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Mike is everywhere. Like, I'm the health inspector. I got to be at this crime. Like, Mike, you are not relevant here. You are not needed. But he somehow is just like treated like a detective. Oh, that's like the crab guy. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> the, the crab guy. The botany biologist, whatever he was. The marine biologist. Yeah. botanist. <laughs> the botanologist. The botanologist. The marine botanologist. Slash detective. Right? It's crazy <laughs> how people just like without any qualifications wander around. Philip. If you want to break into a crime scene, what would you say your job is to like convince people to let you into a crime scene? Mm, well, if you say in this case, definitely a health <laughs> inspector. <laughs> that would work in this movie. Yeah. Solid answer. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, what would you do? Uh, in this movie? No, just in general, whatever. Um, is there anything that doesn't need credentials that you could like? That's what I was thinking. Like, how do you have to prove it? <laughs> they can't be like, oh, I'm the FBI. Like, prove it. Like, nope, can't do that. Uh oh. Maybe it would be some kind of toxic waste disposal service, so they have to dispose of the materials before the police gets in so they don't get poisoned. That's a good one. One of the hazmat cleanup crews. That's good. All right. So, Philip, he's the brains of our operation now. (laughs) Great. (laughs) 
We needed some. <laughs> All right. So back in Mike's office, he gets a call from a woman about the sewers being backed up in her house. And he's like, it's not my job. That should be the sanitation department's purview. His friend Don, who's a sanitation worker, should do it. But he's like, fine, I'll go out there anyway. And he arrives at the house. And oh, look, Don, the sanitation guy, is there too. So apparently this woman was just calling everybody and saying, everyone, come to my house. My sewers are backing up. <laughs> and then she like berates them as they approach like, you're late. And she's a really unpleasant woman. Did she get so. eaten by slugs? No, I hate it. <laughs> that seems like a shame. <laughs> Failed opportunity. <laughs> so then we cut to the high school. The teachers, including Kim, are walking down the halls gossiping about the murder. So I guess news spreads fast in this town. It sounds like a small town. If your health inspector is also your crime scene forensic person and your so. <laughs> police detective point. and your anthropologist. And but what's the class taking place? I'm sure it's a slug dissection biology class, right? Uh, no classes yet. The teacher's walking down the halls, uh, but Kim teaches English, I believe. We'll get to that. <laughs> so then we cut back to Don in a hazmat suit telling Mike that in the sewers, there's more methane than on some planets, which considering some planets don't really have any atmosphere – is a pretty useless fact. <laughs> Why would he even mention other planets? I don't know. <laughs> like, if we knew what's, what, how much meth is on other planets. <laughs> is it Mars? Is it Venus? Those are two planets with very different amounts of methane in their atmospheres. Like, give us some context. Are the slugs from another planet? Yeah, that's Daniel talking. Yes, please. That I mean maybe they're trying to to. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. I, I keep I brought it up before, and I always forget the name of it. I'm not going to remember the name of it now. But it's like Charlie Sheen, and there are a bunch of aliens trying to terraform the planet. So all global warming is aliens trying to change Earth. Oh, I should watch that. It sounds fun. Sounds like my kind of movie. <laughs> it's very much your kind of Go movie. Aliens. I mean, it's great. So yes, the slugs are basically trying to terraform Earth to make it habitable for the slug invasion. Yeah. I hope so. That's, right. That's Perfect. What, I hope so. That's, that's my, uh, I hope they have miniature spaceships as well. <laughs> That'd be so cute. Oh my gosh, like a little yeah. slug saucer. Oh. <laughs> and they ascend to the atmosphere at a slug pace, so you can see them like suspended in the like air. Like a slug like, mothership or something. <laughs> <laughs> because they can't go too fast, because in their perception it, it wouldn't be manageable to steer the spaceship, so they have to take their time. Oh, because the synaptic response is so slow. Yeah, yeah so they have to control the spaceship at their pace, so it just <laughs> oh slowly like, bubbles up through the atmosphere. <laughs> it took them a hundred thousand exactly, years to make exactly. the travel from Mars to Earth. And you because find they out they're basically so mortal, and they've already been living thousands of years. <laughs> this was a generation ship. This yes. was a, a slow colonization ship. And when they got to the planet, they realized, oh no, it's full of people. That's they must movie. be destroyed. You should make a sequel. <laughs> All right. Slugs too. Slugs in space. Yes. I'd watch that. Excuse me, gentlemen. <laughs> Generation yeah, Spaceship Slug is the, is the title. Excuse Generation me. Spaceship Slug. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Slugs are too cute to be in a horror movie. I'm not buying this at all. <laughs> mm. You you just wait, Danielle. They're only going to get more cute and more vicious. Well, fun fact, they have thousands of teeth. Google says 27,000 of teeth. Yeah. Slug fact corner. <laughs> You're falling down on the job, Danielle. I had to pull you up. Sorry. I was teething. <laughs> Please, please don't. <laughs> Imagine having 27,000 teeth. God, yeah, I, your mouth would just be so full all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Enough but teeth. All right, so Don climbs down the manhole. He's bantering with Mike all the way. In the sewers, Don immediately takes off his respirator. So, real what? professional. Why? As you do in all her movies. 
This happens so often. They always take out the space helmet. I'm not surprised. Not yeah. surprised. And so you can see his face. So, you know, yeah. great job, Don. <laughs> he then finds a clogged pipe and starts, like, pulling garbage out of it. And then one of the things he pulls out looks like flesh. And as he pulls out a crowbar, he, like, digs a, a, a hook bar into the pipe to, like, dig out whatever left in there. Something grabs the other rat and starts, like, tugging on it and pulling his arm into the pipe. And then he eventually lets go and the thing is dragged into the pipe. Muscle slogs. How big are the slugs they've shown so far? They're just like the little tiny ones? No, no. They're like, you know, maybe two inches, two, three inches long. So they're still not very big. Are they big no, enough? Like, like they super. Fo- How do they pull crowbars, Sam? I'm still hoping they, they <laughs> culminate into a hive mind and they build themselves up. Coordination, Danielle. They're like coordination. Borg slug. Yep, that's what yes, I'm hoping. Yes. <laughs> they already shown intelligence by planning for the environment, by planning the spaceships, by planning all yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah. going on the window right. and clearly being so intelligent that they will crawl on the people having sex while they're not aware. So they are clearly very intelligent. They, are, they can plot very well. Yes, that's exactly right, Daniel. They, they work together. These are our worst enemy. So they had the contraption set up in the pipe. And as soon as he put in the arm, there was a hook of rope that tied around his wrist and a rock that they let fall. And that's how he got pulled in because they're so clever. They set this all up before. (laughs) That's clearly what happened there. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> just the crowbar gets shoved in. Don just like lets go, but like, no, no that they were was hoping weird. For the and arm, he but they got the crowbar at least. So like, yes. Oh, good. He let go. Way, way too many people just like fall in with the thing they're holding on yeah. to. <laughs> well, to be fair, the pipe was only like, you know, six inches across. So he could get his arm in, but oh, not never mind. I thought he was giant. Never mind. Okay. No, no. I thought they were going to rip his arm off into the pipe. Yeah, but no, he lets go and walks away. Ah. I know. So, we cut to Kim's class, they're discussing how Romeo and Juliet could have solved their problems in a way that didn't end up in everyone dying, which, hilarious premise for a class. I love that. <laughs> I mean, that's true, though. True story. Yeah, like, every answer is where, like, some woman, some one girl puts her hand up, like, maybe they could have, like, talked to their parents to convince them it was okay. And I'm like, well, that's the wrong answer. Like <laughs> <laughs> That wouldn't have worked. Yeah, no, it's the one inch that's wrong, so good job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Kim says to them, you have to read Act 3 for tomorrow, and all the kids are like, grumble, 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 and they're like, are like calling her names as they walk out. I'm like, is is it unusual to have to read a chapter of a book for for the class the next day? Like, is that, like... Maybe I don't she assign homework. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, these kids seem to really hate this woman who is just doing the bare minimum job of assigning a single act of Romeo and Juliet to read. Not like the whole play, even. <laughs> Anyway, as the kids all vacate the school, one of the girls runs out to make out with one of the teen drivers from earlier. So one of the the long-haired, blonde teen dude earlier who was like yelling at the old man as they drove him off the road is making out with one of the girls at the high school. Is she going to die? Because usually if you kiss or have sex in a horror movie, you end up dying. Danielle, please. They're the heroes. (laughs) Just okay. (laughs) <laughs> we will see i promise so then also mike is just sitting there in his car in the parking lot waiting for kim which is an interesting choice but that's nice he went to pick her up she asks him where they want to go for lunch and so i guess this is like the lunch period of the school like but it seems like everyone's just like leaving so maybe there's only like a half day i don't know it's very confusing the time as usual in this movie is very confusing like how the time works well they must have off campus privileges yeah or like the day's just over because we never see them go back <laughs> or they're trying to portray it from the point of view of a slug that's how they remember it. that's how time passes oh okay yeah. this whole movie is just from the point of view of a slug yeah the point of the slug's view. eye view yeah. <laughs> everything's from the ground level all you see your feet that would be awesome walking. if that was the case <laughs> it'd be amazing if all the camera shots were there was the a movie about like insects I forget what it was called but it was like a very like 
all from the perspective of it's like it was like documentary footage almost but like there was one scene where they show they play a bunch of romantic music as two snails collide and like crawl over each other it was very funny <laughs> it was a good movie i don't remember much more about it i saw it when i was very young okay Anyway, we cut to a diner where all the teens are going. So this is the cool hangout spot, I guess. Uh, one of the dudes, who is the friend of the blonde mullet guy, has a mullet perm. And I love it. The 80s are really here. He's into my favorite person for like five seconds, but then I hate him later. So don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Is the perm and the mullet suggesting like a shape of a slug? <laughs> yes. He's trying to blend in. Yes. This is camouflage. Exactly. <laughs> Don't kill me, I'm a slug. (laughs) (laughs) Slip slop, I'm a slug. (laughs) Wiggle, 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 wiggle. (laughs) So, they're discussing the death of the old guy, and like, a blonde guy is like, oh, it was something evil. And one of the other girls is like, oh, or the goat killer, a murderer who comes down from the mountains and eats people. And it's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Is that a local legend? Yeah, I guess so, but nobody's like, everyone's like, oh, that, no, that's not true. And she's like, I believe it. Like, she's the only one who says this, and she takes it seriously, and everyone's like, you're an idiot. So I don't know what's going on. I hope that the plot twist is it's actually a goat killer. That would be nice. The goat killer, that'd be great. And he is a slug. A chupacabra, right? He's made of slugs. Uh, 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 a bunch of slugs in the guise of a man. On top of each other's shoulders. You laughed at me, but that's the exact <laughs> plot of this movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, you'll prove me wrong once again. <laughs> Okay, so another group of teens, because there are two groups of teens in this movie, they're more squares, less of the cool kids, are talking about how there's a Halloween party tomorrow night. So it's Halloween, just FYI. Finally, I was hoping there would be Halloween (laughs) to get into the spirit. That's a spook retorts without (laughs) Halloween. Yeah. Uh, Most of them. Are there pumpkins (laughs) full of slugs is the question, though. Oh, that would be so good. No, no, they don't. Ah. This movie says it's Halloween. There is not one single Halloween decoration seen in this entire movie. They don't even go trick-or-treating? No. No slugs? Trick-or-treating? Costumes? No, no. (sighs) But this movie is not an American production, right? It's like Spanish or something. So maybe they don't care. Is it? I think so. Because I was looking at the director. His name is Juan Piquer Simon or something. So he is from Spain. And yeah. I was I was curious if he put himself in the movie because like you said the character is in everything so usually if it's like a low budget B movie sometimes the director makes it just so he's in everything. So. No, he's not. No, everyone in the movie is American except for Don's wife who is French. No, no, interesting. Never mind. Yeah, so I don't have any answers to your question about the production origin of this movie, but suffice to say they give lip service to Halloween and nothing more, and I am deeply disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so they're talking about how there's a Halloween party tomorrow, and one girl, Pam's all like, I'm not going. I don't like those wild parties. And finally, finally, a movie has representation of teenage me in it. I am so excited. <laughs> Pam is my, like, doppelganger in movies. <laughs> like, parties are lame. I'm going to stay home and scare children. It's great. <laughs> anyway, the other three peer pressure into going anyway, so dang. Sorry, Pam. We always had a Halloween party, Sam. Yeah, but like, not like raucous teenage parties. Oh, no. We like watched movies and ate candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's like the kind of party Pam would want to have. <laughs> Pam is us, Danielle. <laughs> I've been to lots of raucous uh, teen and post-teen parties, Sam. It's yeah, just you who doesn't like them. <laughs> I've been to them too, but again, I have my preferences. So <laughs> thank you very much, movie, for making me feel seen. <laughs> we cut to a greenhouse. An old couple is bickering inside. There are slugs eggs on all their plants, and the woman wants them all cleaned up. Uh-oh. So It's good that she knows about it. It's not a surprise at all. Yeah. I think it's going to be 
be a surprise when the slugs try to kill her, Philip. <laughs> well, they haven't tried yet, and she's aware of the eggs cleaning them up, so she's pretty much safe. <laughs> it's a pretty big leap from slug eggs on my leaves to murder slugs in my face. Mm-hmm. Humans are notoriously stupid. Look at the movie Alien or whatever, where they go up to the pods of the slug seeds, and they're like, oh, hey, what are these? The face huggers, yeah. <laughs> Fair point. We're not smart. <laughs> slugs is no stupider than aliens. You heard it here first. Danielle says, as good as alien on the box for slugs. <laughs> so we cut to Maureen. She's taking lettuce out of a grocery bag and leaving it in the sink while she goes to get a drink and watch TV. We zoom in on the lettuce as the leaves move ominously. This movie really hates people who drink, I guess, also. <laughs> Ominous lettuce. Ominous lettuce. It goes like, rustle, rustle, rustle. Like, no, there's slugs in that lettuce. <laughs> Back to the greenhouse. So this movie does that a lot. It'll cut between like two scenes like five seconds at a time. I'll try to consolidate them to make this coherent. To make it super exciting? No. It doesn't make it exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, focus! Focus on one thing! (laughs) So back in the greenhouse, slugs are crawling around and one of them crawls into some some gardening gloves. The man comes back in and he puts on the gloves and something starts biting his hand. Oh, finally! Clever plug by the slugs. Finally something clever they did. So glass. he starts smashing his hand on the table what? to like knock this like you can't like for whatever reason he cannot remove his hand from the glove. It's the like slug is like stuck in there. It's a bunch of other slugs holding the first slug by its shoulders so he can't like pull it out. <laughs> yeah, like what's he can't get the glove off, so he's smashing the glove on the like the the table to try to kill whatever in there. Release his hand. Is this like a like a young guy or old guy or no? He's an old dude. Okay, at least They're he's old. old so it like, makes sense a little bit, maybe. No. So while he's flailing, <laughs> <laughs> these are not like tight gloves. They're just gardening gloves. I don't understand. So while he's flailing, he knocks over some bottles of a mystery chemical that obviously start to like sizzle and hiss and boil when they smash what? open. It's, it's like a garden pesticide? Or what is that? I don't know. Is it's he, a mystery is, bottle. Is he like doing, making some drugs in the greenhouse? So clearly the greenhouse is a cover for the meth business. Exactly. 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 exactly what what kind of liquid hisses when it leaves? <laughs> I mean, it must have like the lowest boiling, mostly like, you know, acetone or something <laughs> and like it lands near a space heater and it's boiling really, I don't know. I know, I usually put acetone on my plants. <laughs> Right? <laughs> do you put it in your mess, though? <laughs> I'm sure you do. Probably. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> so eventually he grabs some garden shears to cut the gloves off. Like he sticks it underneath the wrist what? of the glove, trying to cut open the, the gloves. Blood starts running down his hand and it doesn't work. He can't cut the gloves open, even with the gardening shears. But These gloves are like glued <laughs> to his hand. <laughs> but aren't the shears like giant? Wouldn't he have to like cut his hand just to shove it in? No, like, like the gloves are so loose. I cannot, uh, I cannot overestimate how <laughs> easy it would be to get like two or three fingers under the gloves. And so he shoves like the let, shears let, let under like tries to cut. He pours the acetone down the glove. No. <laughs> better. So I have a supposition here. My guess is that the slugs, very cleverly, they brought these chemicals to the greenhouse and mixed up their own super glue, which is what they used to trap ah. the man's hand inside the glove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're not even in the glove at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah. So he can't get the glove off. So he then, like, flails around. He grabs onto one of the shelves of plants and, like, falls over backwards, pulling the shelf over on top of him <laughs> as he falls over. <laughs> so A-plus job. I mean, again... His hand is being eaten by slugs. I'm sure it's painful and everything, but like, it's just a hand. It doesn't feel like the, 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 the DEFCON <laughs> one crisis that he makes it out to be. 
This guy's not on my zombie apocalypse team. Exactly. Is he screaming at this point and flailing around? What's happening? Yeah, he's screaming and flailing around. He's calling for his wife, but she is inside vacuuming and listening to the radio and does not hear him. She's like a cute grandmother? (laughs) What does she look like? Her? She's just his wife. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was just... I meant, like, does she, is she also elderly? Yes. Yeah, no, his wife... She's not like a cradle robber. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. They, they're an age-appropriate couple. Okay, okay, okay. So the hissing and blowing chemicals spread fumes around him as he calls for help lying on the ground, and then he grabs a hatchet to start hacking off his own wrist what? to get the glove off. <laughs> so stupid. Why does he have a hatchet? Right? For, for his meth. I don't know. Uh, some meth hatchet. You don't have a hatchet? I, I thought everybody had a hatchet. Danielle, you have both the book hatchet and the, and the actual physical hatchet. <laughs> Why would you cut your hand off just because something's is, biting your this finger? This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I wanted from this movie. This scene is amazing so far. Even assuming these slugs even had piranha-like uh, voraciousness and were like you know, just, you know, eating his hand to bones, I still feel like, A, you could get the glove off, and B, you could like walk out. Like It wouldn't be debilitating to the point where you're like incapable of moving and, and flaying around and knocking things over on top of yourself and cutting your own wrist off. And even I feel then, like what's the speed ground. of them eating your fingers? Like, isn't that like millions of a finger per second? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, these slugs are, are fast eaters. They, oh, they yeah, go they, like piranhas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is perplexing. I once had a cat bite my thumb, like lockjaw bit my thumb, and I still had the presence of mind to take it out of the blinds <laughs> that it was caught in and like pry its jaws off of my thumb without mm-hmm. yeah. cutting my wrist off <laughs> to get it out. <laughs> like I said from the beginning, these people are not humans. They don't react like humans. They don't. I am constantly perplexed by them. <laughs> so finally, finally, the wife hears him and runs out to the greenhouse and sees him in distress and goes to help him, like, try to pick him up. That's when the spilled chemicals spread to a space heater, which ignites them, burning a trail back to a jerry can <laughs> that's in the greenhouse. There's a jerry can in a greenhouse because, you know, all those gas-powered plants you got. <laughs> and anyway, the greenhouse explodes. It's a massive explosion. They're both dead. They both die in an explosion. Well, he, he, finally, he finally got the slugs off. <laughs> so I like to point out at this point, uh, the slugs have killed no one. They they have caused people to kill themselves through their own stupidity. Did they kill that guy who fell on him in the couch? Yeah, but like he was probably drunk and, and didn't even look to see if there's anyone in the couch. It was like as much his own fault as theirs. Right, the people who were having sex, they they didn't die or they were just no. Watched Mike and, and that's it? Mike and Kim are fine. Mike they just watched from the. They're just slugs in the windows. Oh, I somehow they assumed that watching. the slugs got in and killed them, but never mind. They just no. watched. No, right. no, that was that was that was Danielle's suggestion. It wasn't an actual <laughs> thing. Just that they were voyeuristic uh, slugs. Yeah, 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 but yeah. They had to follow up on that. I don't know. Okay. No, no, there was just a little like, ooh, they're outside the windows. Uh, it was TV for slugs. <laughs> so at this point, slugs. <laughs> the greenhouse exploded. No, no remnants. There is no evidence that slugs were involved. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you get that movie cleverer than you think. <laughs> So we cut to Mike arriving home. His wife is gardening out front. No idea what happened to their lunch plans. Apparently, that was, <laughs> is it the same day? Is it a different day? I cannot tell you. <laughs> As always, time has no meaning in movies. Exactly right. She tells us about the old couple who exploded. It's a big mystery how it happened. Clearly, the meth lab went up, but no one wants to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is 
like devastated. He's like, Oh no, what? No, they were such nice people and I really like them. Oh no. Like he is bent out of shape about this. He's really upset that he has nowhere to get his meth now. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's really exactly <laughs> it's a good point. Exactly. <laughs> well, dang it. <laughs> I like to think that this movie, like the slugs are just regular slugs and all the deaths are caused by like meth addicts. This whole town is a meth addict town. <laughs> and so it's all caused by the, by the meth lab exploding, spreading chemicals throughout the town into the water supply, into the air. And everyone's just tripping out and having these hallucinations and killing each other and freaking out. <laughs> Blaming slugs. Blaming slugs. So then as uh, he watches Kim garden, he noticed all these slime trails in the garden and then Kim's like, oh, yeah, there are slugs. And she, like, points to some slugs she found just crawling around the garden. And he's like, oh, this is the biggest slug I've ever seen. And they're, like, three inches long. So <laughs> get bigger slugs, Mike. <laughs> are there places where slugs are normally small? Hey, Philip, are there places where slugs are normally small? <laughs> yeah, slug that corner. The most <laughs> places <laughs> they're normally small, obviously. <laughs> just Ohio. Like how small? <laughs> Yeah, I think exactly what you described. Like, that's the average, I think. Two inches, maybe one inch, even smaller. Okay. And uh, Crazy. fun fact, uh, other one I have, the average oh, speed. Oh, please. Or actually, no, not the average speed. The top speed of a slug murderously crawling near you is <laughs> 0.18 miles per hour, which for me is 0.3 kilometers per hour. So Wow, that's a speedy slug. Yep. <laughs> That's the top speed, mind you. That's the ever top, ever most amazing slug speed ever measured. So, All I can yeah. imagine is the video gamer being like, watching a slug crawl and then watching the human screaming, watching the slug crawl, watching the human screaming. You just like walk out of the room. Like I was sure. It's not that, that, unfortunately. I was sure in this it's movie worse. or in the book there would have to be a scene where somebody's paralyzed or somebody who somehow is unable to move has to watch the slug get him like the whole time and they cut after like a few hours and there's like a slug slime trail like like after two hours after five hours after six hours then the slug's like on his arm and then they cut like after a week and he's like a skeleton or something like that that's what i was sure would happen but no unfortunately (laughs) this movie has other solutions for the slug speed problem (laughs) that's it i haven't heard any yet yeah, exactly. Well, the slugs obviously use clever tactics like exploding the meth labs to kill people, so... <laughs> I was expecting him to... Or I was praying for him to pull out his uh, hand finally out of the glove, covered in slugs, and flaming it around, spraying people with slugs, and those slugs would eat people's <laughs> no. faces, or something like that. But no, unfortunately, this movie does not have the budget for a bloody hand. Uh, <laughs> it has to keep it in the glove. <laughs> they, they wasted all the money on the explosion. Keep it in the glove. <laughs> all right. So Mike goes to like poke or pick up one of the slugs because why not men I guess <laughs> <laughs> I know when I see slugs I want to poke them too like, like with a stick or something or just... yeah just a finger yeah, it goes like finger. poke one or pick pick one up and the slug like lunges out and bites him like a cobra <laughs> what. <laughs> It's clearly a very fake slug. Oh my god, is this the scene I wanted to ask you about? Because there is a picture, yes, if, you, is the if you Google like, slugs the movie, and there is a picture from the movie, and there is a slug with teeth. Is this yeah, the scene? Yeah, this is the one. Oh my god. This is Have one you of seen the, this, yeah, Daniel? This, this is amazing. This is why I wanted to see this movie. <laughs> I don't look anything up that I know we're doing. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, wisely. This was why I wanted to read the book, actually, because I was like, this has to be something. Like This has to be amazing. This is why I read it like, 10 years well, ago. This movie peaks early with that scene, I'll tell you that right now. Oh no. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you for sharing the image of the slug bite a finger. That is uh, so good. Yes, this is amazing. I love it. <laughs> That's so good. That's a really good yeah. That's exactly what it is. That it's actually sense. a very short scene because they didn't want to waste a lot of money like stop motion animating that slug. But really really good, he does though. have kind of shoulders in the back. See, they can crawl right on top. See, told you. Yes. So after Mike gets bitten, he tells Kim to, to go and grab a jar. So he uses a trowel to pick up one of the slugs and dump it into the jar and seals it up. He then asks Kim if her English friend will still be in his lab. So she apparently knows a slug scientist in this small armpit town. So that's convenient. <laughs> don't we and all? off they go. You don't know a slug scientist? <laughs> a slug scientist? A slug scientist? I don't. I don't have a slug scientist in my life, Danielle. It's oh, very sad. Oh, gosh. That's sad for you. I know. We cut back to Maureen. She's asleep on the couch. She wakes up when her husband pulls up. She quickly goes back to the kitchen and starts chopping up the lettuce. But also, as she chops up, we notice that there's a slug in the lettuce. She's chopping up into little pieces. Did she not wash it? No. Ew. Because she was she passed out drunk and she like was startled awake. Like, oh no, he's gonna know I was drunk, and like quickly goes to like prep the salad. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> this is clearly the setup. The husband walks in and is like, oh, hey there. I wish that we had some wild hors d'oeuvres. And they start like flirting and have like, you know, weird food flirting. And they clearly go at it instead of cleaning that, that poor lettuce up. <laughs> we cut back to Mike and Kim. They're running inside a university. They bust into the lab of a man named John. John the slug scientist. Or a scientist of indeterminate origin. He is a movie scientist in the sense that he is just generic scientist who knows all science. Isn't that how scientists work, Sam? <laughs> yes. One scientist is a universal scientist. They're all the same. I mean, you would know. Are you a universal scientist, Sam? Obviously. obviously. We're all universal scientists. <laughs> so John takes the slug out of the jar and puts it on a Petri disc where it just sort of hangs out and slowly crawls around like not a threat at all, which is how a slug would behave. Yep. You'd be like, ew, now I can't eat the lettuce. Well, no, we're, we're not. We're out. We're past the lettuce. This is this is Mike no, and Nothing and happened Kim. to the lettuce. Like, not, not, we're a different scene. We're cutting yeah, back know, to know, the other we, people. We're gonna get back to that. I hope we will. Oh, we'll get back to the lettuce. Why did he put the slug in a jar to take it to the to take it to the slug John? Yeah, slug so it wouldn't bite him more while he transported the slug to the slug scientist. He just took it because he was like, "That's weird that a slug bit me, so I'm gonna take it to a scientist to check it out, and not just that I poked yes. the slug and it bit me, and that seemed fair because I did poke the slug." <laughs> nope, you have nailed it. He was like, "A slug bit me. This is cause for alarm." I don't know if I would be that alarmed. I'd be like, "Whoa, I didn't know slugs were that violent," and I would have left it alone, <laughs> <laughs> and I would have died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is why Mike's the hero and you're slug bait. <laughs> I wouldn't poke a slug. Problem solved. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. So as John is examining the slug of the Petri dish, he goes on and on about how it has mucus as both a defense mechanism and for transportation. So I'm assuming Philip can corroborate all these slug facts I'll be sharing from John, the slug scientist. Yep, absolutely. Okay, thank you. We have the official <laughs> Philip like, seal of approval. <laughs> 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 and so what he then says, and this is the fact I really need you to confirm or refute for me, Philip, oh, no. is oh, no. he says you could put a slug on the edge of a razor blade and it could crawl across it without ever touching the metal just like on top a, of its slime. This is like an urban myth, isn't it? Like, this is like a thing people say all the time. I don't know. All the time. No one ever said to me before. You don't hear that once a year, Sam? It's like super calm. It comes at parties and everything. Every, yeah, every time I'm at a party, someone's like, I have a great slug hat. Put a slug on a razor blade. Confirmed. <laughs> It is true. Confirmed. <laughs> Philip says it's true. All right. Official Philip seal of approval. This movie, 100% slug fact accurate. You can write your thesis based so, on this movie. So is it because fact? the slime, like, 
covers yes. yeah, the slime and layer. Excuse me, thank you very much. It's not slime, it's mucus. Mucus, my mistake. Yeah. Even grosser. And What's the difference? They can... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would argue mucus is a category of slime. Uh, I think mucus is much more stuff in it than mucus. Is. The slime is kind of see-through, right? But mucus is kind of more nasty and sticky. It's like, your nose. Uh, I don't know. This part I'm not know. so clear about, but I can tell you that they can crawl over sharp edges, but they cannot crawl over copper. So if you want to survive in this movie, just make like a line of copper around yourself. and a Pennies or something. Wait, they can't crawl over copper? Yeah, yeah. Why, it, why not? It's not killing them but it's highly irritating because i assume okay. there's some kind of reaction with no the copper. these slugs are fine don't worry about them they can crawl over anything okay okay <laughs> so copper poles and salt and we're good to go that's what you're you telling make, me like a safety circle of copper and salt you're completely fine and completely clear excellent and you're safe from like ghosts and supernatural <laughs> creatures <laughs> right right because slugs cannot jump and therefore could not cross your impenetrable line of salt and copper you could just have a copper like fence that's like three inches high and you'd be fine <laughs> <laughs> not, I do not find them an alarming horror movie thing. This movie tries so hard to make these slugs a real threat, and I never once buy it. I'm sorry, the spoiler alert, it never, they never seem threatening to me. Also, I wanted to say, at the beginning, I wanted to say, like, how would you defend or kill the slugs? So clearly in Japan, we are all absolutely safe, because it's one of the most humid countries, so all rooms are dehumidified. We have a big dehumidifier, and we can set the air conditioning to dehumidifying. If you dry a slug, it dies immediately. So I imagine if you can just blow a fan at them, it's going to dry out immediately. <laughs> but if you have like a room where I'm at right now, dehumidified, as soon as they get in it, they're going to be slowed down and dried out. So I'm safe in Japan. Cannot... Well, not enough for you, but here in the in the wet mainland USA, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're real trouble from slugs. That's not true. I'm in an arid climate as well. I'm probably fine. Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> there are slugs all over the place where you are. Only in certain areas. Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't think it's dry enough to the point where a slug could not crawl across your floor and get to you. You should like, tell it's that not to like the rain negative twelve percent I'd be fine all summer. Maybe in the like fall time, it would be a little worse. Well, we'll put that theory to a test. Get a pet slug, see how it works out. I'm good, thanks. Although I have them near work, I could seal one. See if it bites me when I poke it and put it in a jar. Mm-hmm. So Mike asks John, what do slugs eat? And John's like, oh, they eat greens and lettuce. Pretty much everything in your garden is a feast to a slug. And then Mike's like, well, do they eat meat? And he's like, well, not really. I mean, a few species eat small insects or worms, but like not animals, like tiny things, invertebrates. And Mike and Kim leave with Mike promising to return the next day. He's got a lot to think about. <laughs> <laughs> So he's clearly already on board with murder slugs. I have a question. When the slugs bite the humans, does it happen? anything happen to the humans? Do they get infected with anything? Do they turn into slugs? Do they start to secrete their own mucus? They get eaten. Like mm. that slug bit them earlier. Does it transmit anything or is it just an attack slug? Just an attack slug. <laughs> <laughs> just an attack slug. They're, they're not like venomous. They're like I said it attacked like a cobra, but it does not have like venom glands. I just wanted or... to know how special the slugs are. They're not. They're just regular... <laughs> Slugs, kind of. <laughs> this is so anti-climactic. I was hoping for mutants like giant slugs, some kind of... Well, we don't know it's not like the Climbing movie slugs, Them with the giant slugs. ants or anything yeah, like that. That's... It's all just very ordinary slugs on yeah, the screen. I thought half of it would be normal slugs, but then something would twist. 
Yeah, yeah. No, they constantly tell you how dangerous these slugs are. I have yet to see any evidence exactly. that they actually are. Still waiting Maybe for it. Maybe book like. has more. Maybe. Mm. We might find out someday. Yeah, hopefully on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they cut back to a robe-weary Marine and her husband. I, d- I don't learn his name until much later, and I don't care. I'm not going to you know, retcon his name into the script, so I'm just going to leave it out. <laughs> uh, the husband is having some tummy troubles. Probably all the slugs he ate with his salad. <laughs> You. Finally. Finally. So Maureen confesses that she should see some about her drinking problem. She's like, I want to get better for you. And it's actually kind of sweet. And I'm like, well, he's dead. And she's dead. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> and he like doubles over in pain. He's like, oh, my stomach. And she's like, you want me to call a doctor? But he's like, no, I'll be fine. It's it's fine. I got a big meeting tomorrow anyway. And I'm like, no, that's a mistake. Always see a doctor if your stomach starts erupting in huge pain. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's bonkers. He does complain the sour was a little salty, and Maureen's like, well, maybe it was the anchovies, but he's like, I usually love the anchovies. I don't know. Anyway, she goes off to bed while he stays up to finish some work. Like, anchovies? Do you like anchovies? No, the idea of eating salty slugs in your salad. <laughs> well, you ever had escargot there, Danielle? Uh, I don't know. I want to say yes, okay. but I might be making that up. Alright, well, they're chewy and delicious, just like oysters. They're the oysters of the land. Yeah, but they're cooked in garlic butter. It's a huge difference between that and raw in a salad. (laughs) You know what? Maybe we should try it, Danielle. Have a little cooking competition. I'm good, thanks. Alright. Philip, let me ask you, are there any cultures that eat slugs? I'm just like reading about this. Exactly my point. So, first of all, if they're salted, (laughs) you're safe. Because they will be killed immediately. (laughs) (laughs) See? <laughs> and I found an article, BBC Science Focus, and there is a scientist and he says, every year I am asked, can you eat slugs? And <laughs> the answer is, yes, but be careful about parasites that can be carried in the slugs. So, yes, but clean slugs, please, is the answer. Got it. I'll work on that. Them first. <laughs> so, Philip... I gotta say, I love having you here because you do actual research and look things up. We just make stuff up. This is very, we're, like, yeah, we're much a, more official. I had a crab fact about how they like to crochet or something. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah no, this is amazing. Like, you bring actual gravitas and legitimacy to our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> much more entertaining to imagine like, sorry, crabs that crochet. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm learning. It's great. This is the only time we've actually had a expert on our podcast as I'm we've requested so many far. times. Uh, uh, By comparison, you are, so we'll count it. But I wanted to say that there are 80 or 90% water, so I imagine when you bite into it, it's like a bursting bubble or something. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, so gross. <laughs> Thank you for that imagery. <laughs> I can feel it in my teeth. But not salty at all. Not salty at all. <laughs> All right. So we cut back to the main bad boy teen, the blonde one. Or maybe he's an adult just dating high school girls, which is also creepy. No idea. Anyway, Bobby, he's drinking in his car, watching an old couple leave their house and drive off. After they leave, the porch light blinks a few times and he goes inside to start making out with his girlfriend, Donna. So the main teen's name is Bobby. His girlfriend is Donna. I'm going to use their names. I'm like, main teen and main teen's girlfriend is too cumbersome. Hmm. So they start going at it on the wet bar in the basement, but Bobby is immediately distracted by all the booze and like disengages to go get a drink, <laughs> which is a rookie move. What kind of teenage boy is like, oh, alcohol instead of sex? I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He takes like, oh, it's insane. He spends like five minutes like drinking a drink and drinking it while his half-naked girlfriend is like taking off her shirt and like writhing sex 
sexily on the bar top, like saying, "Come back, Bobby! Oh Why did you God. stop?" And he's like, "Just give me a moment. I gotta like drink up." So he clearly has an issue, like a drinking problem. It's so like no way, what? shenanigans yeah. all the way down. Yep. So he is clearly like a stage five alcoholic. He is in deep, and this is a big plot point later. <laughs> Wild. So as he's drinking and she's sitting there, like, waiting for him to get finish his drink so they can go back at it, Donna comments that if her father knew about them, he'd probably have a cow. So, hey, 80s slang. Yay. <laughs> that, that lasted well into the 90s. I know. This movie was very much like a, a trendsetter, I suppose. <laughs> sure. So Bobby finally finishes his drink and goes to her, and we cut back to John's lab. It's late. I guess he's working late on slugs. He's so really... There's no reason for these cuts. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is because they have to, like, have everything happen simultaneously, I guess, yeah. or whatever. So he is at his lab. He's clearly still obsessed with the slugs. He takes the slug out of the jar and puts it in a Petri dish. And then he cuts it open with a scalpel, like cuts it in half. Oh, can you see that, actually? And then he places some goo on a microscope slide mm. and goes to look at it under the microscope. And we cut to a shot of the slug, presumably the same one, but now not cut in half anymore, a whole slug, crawling into the cage of a nearby lab hamster. Oh, okay, so well, wait, wait. So, slug, so this is the slug statist, right? Or, or something. He is some kind of scientist who has both hamsters and slug expertise. So he cuts a slice <laughs> of it off to look under the microscope and then it replicates no he like cuts it in half and like digs out goo and puts on the slide and then a whole undamaged slug magically healed crawls into a cage of the hamster okay and then it's no longer there when he goes to look for it again it does not exist <laughs> so the hamster starts like you know going for the slug like gnawing at it they clearly put like peanut butter on the slug or something <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they don't see the peanut butter, but they made something to attract the hamster over to it to, like, interact with the slugs. No slugs were harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> and so as the hamster is interacting with the slug, John is peering down his microscope, and then he hears the, the hamster start squeaking violently, and he finally looks up, and you see this probably fake slug, like, glued to the back of the hamster with blood covering the hamster, and he's, like, just watching it as the as the slug slowly kills the hamster before he, like, grabs the now still completely fine slug and puts it back in the jar. So at this point, it's an actual hamster and an actual slug, like, both are actual animals glued together. I mean, I don't know, like... How real the the slug, like a rubber slug or whatever, yeah, yeah, in the yeah. movie. But in the context of the movie, it's like a regular no, size no, no, slug, like, like riding a, a hamster like a cowboy <laughs> and like gnawing at its neck. It's like a rodeo ride. Somebody like moving around the jank hamster puppet with a plastic slug on it. No, nope. it I think it's a real hamster. They just like attach a slug puppet, okay, a, okay, a okay, fake okay. slug, a brick rubber slug to. Like you never see the slug actually move. Got you. Once real hamster, hamster, fake slug. I got it. I believe so. <laughs> I might be a fake hamster at some point when like keel is over. Okay. It could be like a stuffed hamster or yeah, something. Yeah. Does the slugsitist seem at all concerned about this? No. <laughs> He's just like, every day in the lab situation here. <laughs> He's like, that's another day in science. No, he's just sort of, no, he is concerned. Like, he's watching it intently, but not concerned enough to intervene to save his lab hamster. He's like, huh, slugs eat hamsters. Who knew? Right. He's like, I want to see where this goes. And when it goes to death of hamster, he's like, okay, and puts the slug back in the jar. <laughs> True scientist. Absolute maniac. <laughs> it's a circle of life, Sam. <laughs> oh, yeah, circle of life, yeah, yeah. So we cut back to Donna and Bobby having fairly graphic sex in a bed now because, you know, it's a, it's a cheesy 80s horror film. Are there so slugs watching from the watch. window? No, they're watching from the toilet. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Why are these so, slugs so voyeuristic? Why do they like to watch things? <laughs> we see oodles of slugs slowly crawling out of the ensuite bathroom toilet. So they're entering the homes through the toilets, through this plumbing. And Something. every time you see the slugs, there's like this sound, uh, the sound effect cue the movie gives, just like crinkly, gooey, slimy sound. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the slug attack sound. But, like, the slugs clearly aren't making that noise because no one notices them. <laughs> waiting for the theme music. No bongo drums, though? Just, just... I mean, yeah, the music goes in now. Like, it has the bongo and, and scary string music going down. I didn't keep track of it every okay, time okay. it appeared because I'd be telling you every second, like, oh, music's back. Oh, that's gone. Music's back. <laughs> I just want the scene of the slug army with the, the, the bongos. That's yeah. what I want to see. No. So, to give you a sense of how speedy these slugs are, you know, they're, they're mid-coitus, Bobby and Donna. And Bobby stops mid-act to grab <laughs> a swig from a bottle of Jack Daniels yeah, on again. the bedside table because he has clearly got a huge problem. And Donna's like, hey, Bobby, why'd you stop? He's like, give me a moment. I gotta recharge my batteries. And he like gets all huffy oh when she's God. reasonably upset. He's like, I'm worried about Bobby. Yeah, no. Well, don't be. Why? She's like a little upset about that. Bobby gets all huffy and like goes to get out of the bed. And as he puts his foot down, he's like, oh no. And he's immediately bitten by a slug and he pulls it back up and he's got this foot covered with slugs, Finally. like gnawing on himself, covered in blood. <laughs> so somehow <laughs> the slugs, in a matter of seconds, got from toilet to all yes, over the bedroom floor. Course. And I was like, their trap is, cover the bedroom floor, and when they get out of bed, they're ours. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just stuck on the bed. They can't get off. Yeah. So he falls back onto the bed, and the slugs are sort of latched onto his bleeding feet. Both he and Donna are screaming. Donna leaps out of the bed what? and like steps on the slugs, just, like slipping and sliding around like banana peels, like <laughs> and they're, like completely face plants right into the whole pile of slugs <laughs> and starts screaming. And slugs like start crawling over her. And she's like covered in blood, and she's screaming, and Bobby's screaming, and they're all like freaking out. She's rolling around, <laughs> you know, naked in the slug pile. And that's somebody's fetish, I'm sure. Finally, I don't want to get into it. To be fair, I would also be screaming if I had fallen face first into a giant pile of slugs. <laughs> Especially if they were, like, eating your flesh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally fair reaction. So while she's screaming, Bobby is cowering on the bed. He then decides to make a break for it, like trying to climb what? from the bed to the windowsill to get out the window okay, of the second at least story. He's not to touch the floor. Yeah. Well, he tries. <laughs> he immediately, like, kind of, like, slips and falls, and he's also eaten by slugs. It was a futile <laughs> attempt of cowardice. <laughs> Uh, he failed the floor slugs game and he failed yeah the floor slug so again these slugs themselves do not like hunt it's mostly people like <laughs> slipping on them and, and, and like cartoonishly get, taking a prat ball into a pile of slugs I was waiting for him to get a hatchet and try to cut his food up or something but <laughs> that would have been amazing everyone in this town just has a hatchet <laughs> I thought he would get out of the window and then get some like good idea how to get rid of the slugs and try to kill them in the in the bedroom. So never mind. Finally, finally, the the, the city mandate that everyone own a hatchet in their house for self defense was mm-hmm. coming in handy. Yep. <laughs> Just get some salt. You'd be good to go. Danielle, please, we'll get to the salt. I promise. Really? <laughs> Trust me, Danielle. You're not the only person who knows that slugs hate salt. <laughs> it appears to be so thus far in the movie. All right. So we cut to Mike. He's been up all night, it seems, thinking about slugs. <laughs> then we cut to Mike going outside, telling Kim that the slug poison they put out doesn't work. And they, they eat it like it's candy to them. <laughs> That's concerning. Mm. 
here's where I write. I'm sorry, but I can't take this slug seriously as a threat right now. Like nothing they've done. I compare this to the movie Arachnophobia with the fast spiders. Like the spiders, I leap out and like grab people. Like that's scary. You know, that's a legitimate threat. Slugs. I'm like, I don't see like how any person with functioning legs could be just killed by slugs unless they like do some hilarious Buster Keaton esque shenanigans to end up in in their clutches. But like Bobby and Donna. Yeah, exactly right. See. I guess don't have sex and not pay attention to the slugs crawling into your room. (laughs) Anyway, Kim suggests salt and Mike possibly sarcastically is all, that's a really good idea. And like, yes, yes, it is. I don't know why he doesn't take that idea seriously. (laughs) It's like, duh, use salt. like, A number one slug killing answer. Everyone knows. He also had a bottle of alcohol right in his hand, right there. He could have put it on any of those slugs at any time. No, that's Bobby. That's just Mike. We're back to the other guy. Yeah, but I don't think Bobby was in any position to think about slug-killing methods. He was either drunk or covered in slugs. Or horny, yes, I see. (laughs) Drunk horny. Well, not horny enough to keep going, but more... I'm not going to get into it. His motivations are irrelevant and he's dead. Aren't they only attracted to people who are drinking? I thought that. No. (laughs) (laughs) So far... Because I know that, like, most horror movies of this era are, like, thinly veiled morality plays about, like, the dangers of sex and alcohol and all that kind of stuff. And and this movie does have that, but uh, not – doesn't do anything with it. Perfect. (laughs) Anyway, we cut to Maureen's husband waking up not feeling well. Which is unfortunate because he has a big business meeting with some investors who want to in- he wants to sort of get to invest in a shopping center project or something. What? Okay. <laughs> is it a shopping center for slugs? I said again. I thought this was irrelevant. It somehow becomes a very important plot point, so I had, I had to include it. This is way more important than it has any right to be. This movie's bonkers. So now we cut to Mike coming to the home where Donna and Bobby have been turned into Halloween decorations. So their their skeletons now covered in fake blood, just like the previous death. So they're they're like painted red skeletons and like chunks of ground beef all over them. It's great. And again, I don't know why Mike is there. Like, how do you hear about this? Why is he at this murder scene? Why did the police just sort of let him in? And the sheriff has the exact same thought. As soon as Mike shows up, like, hey, Mike, what the heck are you doing here? Go away. (laughs) Mike's like, listen, I have a theory. That's exactly what he says. Mike says, okay, hear me out. I have this crazy idea. It's mutant slugs. <laughs> Which is hilarious. He has no reason to think this. He doesn't even yep. he hasn't even heard from the scientist, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. About the hamster. Yep. So all he's got is a slug that happened to bite him because he poked it. And he's like, Yep. They've eaten all the humans. <laughs> Absolutely. The sheriff is understandably not impressed with this theory. <laughs> So Mike is like, well, then how do you explain the slime on the floor and the dead bodies? The sheriff's like, oh, I will explain it. And I'm like, yeah, that shouldn't be too hard. There are many reasons there could be slime on the floor. I mean, who knows? I mean, slime could be a slightly harder clue, but I wouldn't immediately jump to murder slugs. <laughs> like a baby slug. They're so tiny. <laughs> they're not like, they're, they're, they're pretty big. Like, they're a good, you know, but chunky slug. They're but they're so- not like big enough to be a threat. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, Mike returns to his office where he has a call with Don from sanitation. Remember Don? Yeah, we all remember Don. Absolutely. Yes. The one who took off his respirator. Yeah, exactly. That Don. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Don tells him he has very important things to show him, but not over the phone. He needs to come there in half an hour to his office. Don is dead. (laughs) Mike is all like, Don, just tell me. We're not in the CIA. Just tell me. And Don's like, no. I have to tell you in person. And honestly, I'm with Mike on this. Like, dog, just freaking tell him. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Classic. But despite, 
Despite his words that he can't tell him anymore, Don does say he's found a bunch of half-eaten animals in the sewers. So Mike's like, I'll be right there, and rushes out. Hmm. Oh my god. So we cut to Don showing Mike a map of the sewers. And he's like, well, most of the animals have been, corpses have been found here in the sewers. They're half-eaten dog or rat or these all these different animals. And he like finds like they're always in this area. And it's near this waste disposal plant. And how also the houses where they found the bodies were also near the same area. So Mike is all like, what are you talking about? He scoffs at the idea that something in the area is killing people. And I'm like, what do you mean? You just pitched the killer slug theory to the sheriff. And now you're just missing Don's notion that there's some kind of killer animal or killer thing in the area. And he's like, you're crazy, Don. Like, what is with Mike? Mike suddenly went from true believer pitching wild ideas to absolute skeptic. It's insane. (laughs) Do you think that the slugs were like... Like serial killers were working up to their human kills by killing animals. Yeah, they're they're practicing. Exactly right. (laughs) It wasn't for food or anything. It was was clearly to kill the humans. I'm just saying. So Don has found something else. He's found that back in the 50s and 60s, the entire area was a toxic waste dump for every plastic and chemical plant in the area. So, yes, Philip, they're mutant slugs. Finally, but they're not aliens. (laughs) No, not aliens. Unfortunately, not aliens. They are mutant slugs. Yeah, super fast, super speed. So we cut back to Maureen's husband, and I'm just like, man, will this guy die already? We've cut back to him like seven times. <laughs> I've left that all out. But we just keep cutting back to him like going, oh, my stomach. Like, we get it. Just, just, you know, <laughs> stop teasing. Make it happen. I'm yep. very concerned about this guy that his stomach has hurt this long and he hasn't gone to the doctors yet. Nope. He's gone to a fancy lunch with his the, with the investor clients, and he's trying to get them to sign the paperwork. He doesn't eat because he's not feeling well, but he insists on closing the deal anyway. Hmm. He briefly excuses himself to go to the bathroom, where he does the whole, like, splash cold water on his yeah, face yeah, thing, yeah. and he looks up. Does he poop he out sees slugs? blood. No, he sees blood coming out of his nose, just pouring out of his nose. And he's like, well, that's weird. And he wipes it away, like, that's fine. And he goes back to the lunch. <laughs> this guy deserves to die from whatever slug stomach-related illness he has. He's like, oh, lots of stomach problems, bleeding out of my nose. I'm, I'm, it's not a serious. I mean, like, even if it wasn't killer slugs, it could be appendicitis <laughs> or like your stomach has ruptured. Who knows? Another thing I was really hoping for because I completely forgot. I remember the book starts with the guy eating a slug and then he somehow dies or something. But I don't know what happens then. But I was really, really hoping that he would transform into a slug, like in the fly movie. But the like lame idea would be that they burst out of him and there's a bunch of slugs, right? And then a little bit of a better idea would be that. He transforms into a slug, but what would be even better is if the hive mind slug army was controlling him remotely or something like that. It would be even better. Okay. Yeah, but none of that happens, I assume. That's too bad. No, it's not that clever. <laughs> but it is slightly more clever than you're thinking. Oh, nice. So we'll okay, get to that. I'm excited. <laughs> and and I, I mean only in the most technical ah, sense. But I'm still excited. I, something I haven't thought of, so please give it to me. So he goes back to the table. He's, they all say, like, hey, yeah, guess what? Good news. We're going to sign the deal. He's like, great, have a toast. And he has a toast and he, and he drinks from the glass. The glass starts filling up with blood that's pouring out of his mouth and his nose. And it's like, he starts screaming. He keels over backwards. And he keels over backwards. He starts clawing at his face, screaming as, as blood. And then all these worms erupt out of his flesh. What flesh, the not worms, but flesh. <laughs> not slugs, worms. And not from his mouth, but all over his body. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. It's very hard to tell. Okay. Like a, he's, I can't tell if it's him tearing his own flesh. Either way, he's dead. He's but gone. He, he had fact, a... This makes complete sense because they can't deal with alcohol. So as soon as he got alcohol into his system, they had to get out of the body. So it makes complete sense. Yeah, but these aren't slugs. They're worms. Are, they are worms slugs. the same as slugs? Are they, par- are they parasites from the slugs? Oh, we'll get to 
that, Daniel. <laughs> so different life cycle of a mutant slug. He comes from a worm into a slug. And, yep. You're giving this movie way too much credit. You're overcomplicating <laughs> it, Philip. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your ideas are good ideas. No, Those not. don't belong here. <laughs> Back with Mike and Don, Don is saying that the toxic dump was right where the construction site is for the new shopping center. And so that when they started bulldozing the area or whatever to flatten it out to build the shopping center, they must have like knocked open the old dumping site, like broken open the walls or like whatever. And when they filled it all in and broken open to all the slugs, you know, escaping or whatever it is, whatever toxic fumes or dangerous chemicals are escaping now from the chemical plant, hmm. from the from the dump site. So were the mutant slugs already there or did they now, they've come in contact with the stuff that was there and become mutant slugs. I don't know. My assumption was the mutant slugs were already there and they had somehow been biding their time sealed up in the chemical <laughs> waste dump for 30 years. But it could very well be that they broke it open and the slugs mutated in a matter of hours. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I have no idea. This movie does not care to elaborate. <laughs> So Mike and Don are interrupted by a call for Mike. Apparently the sheriff wants him to get down to the restaurant right away. There's slugs in the hamburgers. Nope, there's worms. <laughs> they put it down there. And inside, the sheriff is accusing the chef of having worms in the food. And the chef is understandably very indignant by this accusation. It's like screaming in Italian because it's an Italian restaurant. The sheriff then asks Mike to determine that if the worms that are clearly bursting out the inside of this poor man, if they came from the food or somewhere else. And I'm like, what kind of worms would be in food that he didn't eat? Like he didn't have any food to eat because he refused it. That like could easily like chest burst out of you immediately. <laughs> like if that was in the food, there'd be a million corpses in this restaurant. <laughs> like it's insane. It'd also be like a well-known thing. Everybody in the entire country would have heard about that at some point. Yeah, exactly right. So the sheriff hands Mike a jar with one of the worms in it. And Mike's like, great, I'll go investigate where this comes from. Then he leaves the restaurant because that's how he does his job. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> so outside, Don is like, did you see those corpses? That guy's corpse is gross. They like, eat his eyeballs. His eyeballs are gone everything. And he's like, what happened? And you think like it was that worm or something from the plant? And Mike is like, I don't know. Maybe it was food poisoning. And I'm like, Mike, why are you so skeptical? You just told the sheriff you thought it was mutant slugs. You're like, no, babe, it's not slugs. It's food poisoning, probably. You have a literal guy who has worms crawling out of his face. You're like, no, that's probably not related to my slug theory. It's probably just food poisoning. What is – what? I don't get you, Mike. I don't get you. You have like all this evidence. Like, Don is telling you, toxic waste dump. Don is giving you all the pieces. You're like, nope, oh that's God. not true. <laughs> They're writing the movie and they were like, we need a skeptical character. Who's the character who's the skeptical scientist? Oh, wait, it's the same guy who did theory. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. He's like, God, so he like jumped to mutant slugs with no evidence. <laughs> but then all the evidence he's given, he's like, this evidence can't be for the mutant slug theory I have. It has to be something else. So like, he's got this weird cognitive dissonance in his brain where he's like, mutant slugs is one theory, but none of this evidence points to mutant slugs. It's all, it's all like clearly not related. Yep. I am baffled by Mike in this movie. So Don insists there's got to be something more than just food poisoning. But Mike says they should take the worms to John, the scientist, because apparently he does worms and slugs. So they do. And John identifies them as blood flukes, a parasite found in slugs, which is real. We talked about oh, this. Yeah, of course. Basically, I'm guessing what happened was Maureen's husband ate the slug and then the blood flukes got into his body and that's what killed him but are they mutant the blood slug. flukes though they must be okay. because they're giant they look like earthworms <laughs> then absolutely and flukes are like microscopic they live in bloodstream and maybe so they, those not, like, are the things actually controlling the slugs and those are faster and stronger and those are all behind it yeah but the slugs never move in the movie they still don't move very quickly i mean they <laughs> use them to plant the flukes and then 
The flutes are behind the whole thing. They're using the songs as like a decoy. Yes. Philip, I really appreciate how hard you're working to make a working theory out of this movie. (laughs) I mean, it's like that. It's really Those things that take over ants or whatever that like control their bodies. Yeah, yeah. Like those those a fungus that makes them like crawl up to the top of something. There has to be a plot twist somewhere in there. Yeah. I'm on his side. I think that's what's happening. All right. Well, the flukes are no longer important. I hate to break it. <laughs> this is the last I mentioned in the movie. <laughs> Again, I don't know why the movie like had to make this worm fake out just to like have the scientists say, oh, yes, they're blood flukes. I'm like, uh, I didn't do a British accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> For whatever reason, they're worms and now the worms are gone. They're no longer relevant. Uh, that's so what they want you to think. I think the whole purpose of the blood flukes is like as a red herring so that Mike is like, oh, it's worms, not slugs. My slug the theory is wrong. But, oh, wait, no. They're slug worms, so they're back to being right again. <laughs> That's like the only reason is to try to justify his skepticism. So John is horrified. He explains to them that the slugs are carnivorous. Their slime in large enough doses can kill you, which I feel is true just about any slug slime. Like if you ate a bucket of slug slime, I think you would die. I don't care. <laughs> If it's a mutant slug or not. I don't think that is particularly useful information. <laughs> he then says that the parasites, the blood flukes, can be transmitted to humans and that they're lethal to human beings. So that's what's killing the people probably is the parasites, not the slugs. The slugs are actually not that dangerous, maybe. I don't know. Are they actually that dangerous to human beings? This is true. I just read an article today about a, I think it's called the a rat lung worm. Part of its life cycle is going through slugs, which eaten by rats, which go into the brain and the lungs of the rats. Mm. But if they get into people who eat the slugs or have them in salads or whatever, mm. it can be potentially lethal to people as yeah. well. Mm. Something so, new to worry about. Yeah, but yeah. just checked with the experts, slime is not dangerous at all. <laughs> That's only the thing that it carries. Like the, the, yes, yeah. uh, again, the dose makes the poison. Like, anything is dangerous in large enough quantities. If you drink too yeah, much water, yeah. you die. So I'm like, I think the statement of if you eat enough slug slime, it'll kill you is like, no, it should be like, oh, if you touch the slime, it makes you, it kills you. Like, if it was actually dangerous, but it's not that the slime mm-hmm. is, like, actually dangerous. Like, no, yeah, just don't go eating buckets of slugs and you're fine. Buckets of slugs. <laughs> They're not dangerous. The slugs are not dangerous. They keep on, like, not making the slugs. Like, they could have made them venomous slugs or, like, or poisonous slugs. Where, like, they're poison dart frogs, but slug form. <laughs> but no. I'm just so mad at all the missed opportunities this movie had to make the slugs actually a real threat. Yeah, I was, yes, yes, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> at no point are these slugs to me at all a threat to this yeah. town like this should be easily overcome the reason I was interested in this whole story was how to make them menacing and so far they epic fail, they fail. Absolute fail. <laughs> maybe the book does you don't know although I have to admit I love that like the movie takes the slug threat very seriously <laughs> like Everyone is terrified. They are absolutely dangerous. But at no point is it shown that they are dangerous. So it's just like, it's such a weird experience watching this movie where everyone is like really freaked out with these slugs. I'm sitting there going, why? 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 Why are you scared? (laughs) It's insane. Anyway, John goes on to explain the slugs are also hermaphrodites, so they can fertilize their own eggs. So True. Fun fact. Yeah, also true. I know. So basically, they must kill... Every single slug, or else they're screwed. Like, every one <laughs> slug survives, it can repopulate the slug. I can appreciate that. It's something that makes sense. So he also says that they like to lay their eggs anywhere that is dark and moist. So Mike then has this epiphany that, hey, a sewer would be a perfect breeding ground for slugs. Yes. Which, Surprise. sure, I, I guess. But also, like, literally any damp grass. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
literally, you're, you're literally a forest is nearby. You could just there's a forest. Like, that's all perfectly good breeding ground for like slugs. Like slugs breed everywhere. They don't need like a sewers. I don't know, it's crazy. That, it's a crazy conclusion. That's why there's so many. But that's also why they're coming out of the sewer system, Sam. That's exactly right. I'm just saying, like his assumption that oh yes, they're breeding in the sewer and only the sewer. <laughs> But also, we saw the eggs on the greenhouse leave, so clearly they're not just breeding the sewers. No question, are they still regular slugs? They're like normal slugs and killer slugs? No. I mean, I, I assume there are regular slugs still around. <laughs> that would also have been such a fun scene if they had like a menacing army of normal slugs and they were like, oh, they're just fine. They're, 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 they're not the mutant slug, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, he finds like a banana so, slug. Like, oh, okay. So like, we should have told the police, and they were like, "Yeah," but they they somehow checked with the scientist that that's not like dangerous, and they were like, yeah, "It's fine. It's a normal slug. Move along." He poked it, and it just like looked at him like, "What you doing, buddy?" <laughs> so much like actual slugs, there aren't that many actual slugs in the movie. Like people don't run into slugs on a regular basis like uh, like, like like real life you just don't yeah, run yeah, into slugs very often <laughs> right exactly right like i mean yes they're out there and you see them occasionally but they're not like oh i saw 50 slugs on my way to work today so <laughs> i can't tell if there are actual slugs around or if they're all mutant at this they should point have because put, like a scene with a normal slug and the mutant slug and they, they should have time for like the time speed and they should have sped up the footage and they would like grow <laughs> into each other and the mutant slug would convert the normal slug and they would say oh, oh five hours passed maybe they fall in love yeah, and yeah, they yeah. have like a half mutant slug baby half other slug baby yeah. and there's like this whole like romeo and juliet plot about like <laughs> the normal slug falls in love with a mutant slug and like amazing. their families are at war it ties it back into kim's lesson plan at the beginning where she She's talking about Romeo and Juliet. Man, yeah, this movie could have been so much more clever. And it should have been from the slug's perspective from the floor and sped up so people would be like speeding up to behind the scene and it would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can name this movie 10 Things I Hate About Slugs. <laughs> Perfect. All right. That's my next pitch. Yep. Love it. All right. So we cut to a barn. It's full of slugs and also lettuce, but mostly slugs. <laughs> So, oh, and also a half-eaten corpse. Uh, I don't know who this is, but all of a sudden his stomach erupts with like a neon red blood geyser, neon red. which is hilarious. <laughs> like, like something in his stomach is like ejecting blood <laughs> out of his stomach cavity for reasons that are unclear. Slugs, slugs. To discover. So Mike gets back to his office, and his wife calls him frantically, urging him to come home quickly. Mike speeds home, and Kim is sobbing and leaps into his arms. She points to the kitchen sink where. Surprise, surprise, slugs are crawling in through the faucet. And it didn't occur to her to put some salt down? Nope. <laughs> what Mike does hilariously starts smashing them with a frying pan, <laughs> which pretty effective. Like, honestly, like, okay, I got this handle. Like, smashing slugs with a frying pan, I don't know how the things are a threat to anyone who's paying the least bit of attention. <laughs> so Mike calls the sheriff, but he's not at the station. He's out at the farm where there's another corpse. So Mike says that as soon as he gets back, the sheriff better meet him at Frank's office. Who's Frank? I don't know. We'll find out later. <laughs> he then tells Kim to hang in there and leaves to go to Frank's office. She's like, he's like, here's the frying pan, honey. If they come in, just whack them. Honestly, pretty good solution. Like, <laughs> they're not going to rush her. <laughs> she could easily, like, smash all of them from arm reach before they get to her. It's not that hard. <laughs> so Mike barges to Frank's office past the secretary. And this is apparently the Ashton Water Supply Station? Water, st whatever. It's, it's, a, it's where those towns water comes from. And I know I wasn't going to talk about 
the B-moviness of this too much, but Mike makes a couple of big flubs here, which are very funny. Like, when first when he calls the sheriff, he, like, makes this big flub about, like, telling him his, when he gets here to <laughs> meet me at Frank's office. And they just kept it in. Like, they didn't even bother to reshoot. Like, that's fine. It's kind of, like, in character. It works out. Exactly. But then, when he's talking to the receptionist and he's, like, trying to barge into Frank's office, she yells, hey, Frank's office is closed. And Mike's response is, yeah, watch me. Just as she says, you can't go in there. So clearly they got that all out of order, <laughs> which is very funny. Like, oh, Mike is psychic. <laughs> That's how he knows about the Sellogs. <laughs> anyway, Mike tells Frank to shut off the water in the south end part of the city. Because that's where the slugs are. Because killer slugs are contaminating the water with mutant slugs. And if they don't shut off the water, they'll spread to other parts of the city. Won't they still be able to get through the sewer system? Yeah, yeah, no, no Mike's plan is stupid. <laughs> Frank is adamantly opposed. He's like, no, I'm not going to shut off the water just because some crazy health inspector told me there are mutant slugs in the pipes. Which is, a, I think, a fair response. Like The movie is trying very hard to make Frank out to be this unreasonable blowhard. But, like... He's making the right call with the information he has available to him. <laughs> That's true. So Frank tells him the only thing that will make him shut off the water is a request from the mayor. And Mike says, fine, and leaves. <laughs> and then we zoom in ominously on the ensuite office toilet with the lid vibrating, presumably with slugs <laughs> beneath it. Vibrating with slugs. It's like going, like, like, it's like slugs are trying to burst out of the toilet. Ew, can you imagine you go to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you sit down and there's slugs everywhere? Gross. And then they eat you, even worse. Yep. <laughs> Through your butt. Matter. Through your butt. <laughs> Ew. I'm not sure how you would not get out of there, but okay. Butt slugs. Oh, the no. best kind. Mike zooms up to the mayor's office, who's busy finishing the business deal with all of Maureen's husband's, you know, former business partner about the shopping center deal. And I'm like, is that an appropriate thing for the mayor to be doing like engaging in a private business deal taking over for some other person who died like that doesn't seem like the mayor's responsibility sounds like there's some corruption here in city hall (laughs) so mike busts in announces a potential disaster which spooks the investors slightly mike tells the mayor to shut down the water there's slugs in the water so they have to contain them in the sewer at this point, does he have any proof that they're coming to the sewer no, system? absolutely not. <laughs> He's just assuming. He has no proof that they're even killer slugs <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and the mayor is all like, Oh, sure. Whatever you say, buddy. Like, clearly he thinks he's crazy. He's trying to get him out of his office so he doesn't snap or anything. And the investors are like, oh, we have a plane to catch. So Mike finally turns to them. He identifies them as the Calgore investors. And he goes up to them, introduces himself as the health inspector. And he's like, oh, the whole area it was a toxic waste dump. And there are these mutant slugs in the water system, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know why he's just telling these random people that, like, why he thinks they can help. <laughs> He's like, you got to help me. He's like, what are they going to do? <laughs> the mayor is all, this guy is crazy. If we turn on the tap, there are no slugs going to come out of my water. So he goes into the bathroom. I guess there's a bathroom next to every room in this city. And he turns on the water and just water comes out. No slugs. He's like, there you go. And the mayor then encourages everybody to sign the deal. So, they, so the Caligore people are like, sure, but sign the deal. And Mike's like, you're not going to sign that, are you? And they're like, why not? He storms out angry that they're signing the deal. Like, why? Why does he care about the shopping center deal? It's not relevant. <laughs> and he didn't hear that there was toxic waste or whatever near it, right? Who? Mike. Mike knows. Mike knows that? Is that why he's worried about the deal? Maybe, but he's not worried about the deal in the sense of like, he's worried about more toxic waste. He's just like angry that they didn't hold out 
on the deal so that the mayor would shut off the water. Like, like you should have held that deal as leverage to get the mayor <laughs> shut off the water or something. Like he's just not really going to sign that deal, are you? Like, wh- what? That's not really relevant. Like they can sign the deal, but you can still have to clean up the slug thing. Like you can still do that. It's not going to make the slug problem worse. Got it. So back at the water plant, the receptionist comes back from lunch to find Frank has been gasped, eaten by slugs in the bathroom. Oh no! So I don't know if the slugs dragged his body into the bathroom or if he went to the bathroom and was eaten by slugs. Either way, not a great look. <laughs> I'm going they dragged him into the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> Probably. Way funnier. So now we cut to Mike with John back in this lab, who demonstrates a liquid that when squirted onto the slugs causes them to, like, explode and, and smoke. It's great. Well, is it salt? <laughs> Killing them. <laughs> Infuriatingly, he calls it a lithium-based arsenic. <laughs> which, unfortunately, which, you know what it means. <laughs> which means nothing. It's just like, they're both just elements. You can't have a lithium-based arsenic. It's like hand. saying, like... It's a hydrogen-based helium. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean that. It's nonsense. It's a carbon-based oxygen. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're well, I'm so angry. Unfortunately, you're the worst person to hear that. It's so funny. I, I hate this so much. <laughs> I love fake science. This is, it's so good. This is how, how I watch like a programmer scene in a movie, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says that lithium is highly combustible when it comes to contact with moisture, which is yeah, sure. True enough. Like, there's hydrogen involved. I won't get into it. But then, like, what's the arsenic for? That doesn't come into play at all. It's just like, we're going to explode them with a, a, a Something. solution. Somehow he, like, dissolves the lithium in water, but when it contacts the moisture in the slugs, it explodes. <laughs> Maybe it's not dissolved in water. Maybe it's, like, hexane. But either way, it's dumb. Exciting, exciting premise, though. It's going to explode, so I'm, I'm in for yeah. it. So they've got a... A solution that they spray on slugs causes the slugs to explode because they're full of water. Like your slug fact informed us earlier. So thank you, Philip, for informing us of the ways this movie is 100% accurate. No problems. Okay, so when they explode, do they explode, explode? Like they fall onto people? There's like a poof of like fake smoke and (laughs) then they say the slug is dead. Hey, it's dead. (laughs) They do like a a squib kind of thing. (laughs) Like when it just squibs like poof. Nothing happens. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I hope somebody is covered with them and it like poofs off of him. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Or he like spits on it and it really explodes. But there's not enough water on the slugs to begin with. He has to spit on them to make them wetter. (laughs) He he puts it in his mouth and then he like sprays himself with the thing to explode them. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, they prepared. Yeah, if he drank it, he would explode though. Yeah, yeah, okay. He shouldn't swallow. <laughs> no, you should you shouldn't drink the water exploding drink in your mouth when there's lots of water. Just, you know, oh, never mind. That doesn't make sense. Never mind. Never mind. We failed. I, I appreciate the thought. It would be very funny That's if you like, like to see it. I think it'd be funnier if they filled a bunch of super soakers with this and then went around squirt gunning yeah, the slugs yeah, to death. If you get it on you as a human, will you also explode? Apparently, your skin isn't moist enough. Okay. But if you were wet... Just don't get any, like, mucus membranes. If you'd, if like, like, washed water, your hands so that it accidentally spilled on you, would yeah. you be in trouble? Then the water would explode and your hands would burn. Excellent. You'd get chemical burns. <laughs> anyway, Mike asks John if he can make enough of that solution to kill thousands of slug. And John's like, yeah, sure, no problem. My tiny lab has enough <laughs> supplies to make gallons and gallons of, of this course. chemical in the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but John says that the problem isn't in making enough material crazily. The problem is getting all the slugs into one place so they can kill them all at once. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, because to my, to my mind, they're slugs. They're now out in nature doing slug things. <laughs> they're free. They're they're not like, yeah, they may be breeding the sewers, but they're not like trapped in the sewers. There's lots of exits from the sewers. Yeah, yeah they're super screwed. <laughs> they're all over the planet now. 
But Mike is convinced the main nest is in the sewers near the house of the first guy who died because, oh, he was the first one to die, so they must be near there. Sure. And while there's a risk of blowing up the town, eh, they should just go for it anyway. It's fine. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? John, the scientist, is on board. He's like, yes, let's do this. So they're going to – if they kill all the – the slugs that are in the nest, that doesn't kill all the ones that yeah, are not doesn't matter. in the nest. We forgot that part okay, already. That's not, a, that's not considered, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I have thoughts on this later. <laughs> it gets somehow more infuriating because they acknowledge that, uh, but they don't actually solve it. Yep. So Mike drives to Don's house just as his sons head off to that Halloween party. Remember, there's a Halloween party happening today. Oh, I thought time had passed. <laughs> we were like nope. Thanksgiving yeah, or something. This like still the same time. This, this, it's like this is like literally the next day. <laughs> the next day. This has been two days in the in this movie has taken place over the course of two days. Okay. Apparently, there have been a spate of killings and a guy erupting with worms at a restaurant, and and the sheriff's like, "Yeah, it's nothing. Probably food poisoning." <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine food poisoning that like eats you from the inside out? It's awful. Yes, it's called alien. <laughs> <laughs> Not a food poisoning. <laughs> Close enough. So Mike clues in Don on the plan to go into the sewer and to use a chemical to explode all the slugs. And Don is all like, that's crazy to bring some weird, new, unstable chemical into the moisture-rich environment of a sewer. Like, it's going to explode us all. <laughs> and Mike is all, they're coming out of my taps. Imagine if they spread to the rest of the city. And Don is like, oh, right. You're right. I'm on board. Let's do this. I have two sons here <laughs> and my wife. I can't risk them dying. So he's like turned around immediately. <laughs> not risking them to explode. And he's like, explosion? Fine. Slugs? No. <laughs> so they agree to meet up in a few hours. Mike stopped by his home first before the expedition, but he can't find Kim. He's calling for her and he's like, Kim? And she's not answering. Where is Kim? <laughs> Danielle, where is Kim? She's dead. No. She's not on the <laughs> toilet? She's having sex. She's drunk and there having sex with one of the with other, char- <laughs> <laughs> other characters that are still alive. <laughs> so he grabs a flashlight and heads to the basement, since the basement light is out for reasons that are movie-related, I'm sure. <laughs> and he sees piles of slugs in the basement. That's when he hears Kim's voice calling him from upstairs. He goes back up. Kim is just home from visiting Maureen, so maybe they were having sex. Who knows? <laughs> I thought Kim was staying there because of slugs. Nope. <laughs> she was staying there to comfort Maureen over the recent explosion of her husband with worms. I mean, that's fair, I guess. So Mike tells Kim to get out of the area. Go to her mother's house. He'll join her later. And she's like, oh, I don't want it. Like, go there. You'll be safe. And she's like, okay. Safe from slugs. <laughs> safe from slugs. <laughs> so there's a brief montage of everyone getting prepped up for the expedition. Don is donning <laughs> his hazmat suit. <laughs> and John is throwing colored water in beakers into the 50-gallon drum of some kind, and just a 50-gallon oil drum to make his chemicals, which is hysterical. It's like, <laughs> I'll pour in the blue water, I'll pour in the yellow water. I have made my chemical poison. <laughs> I like this accent. <laughs> it's so good. So it's now dark. We cut to the Halloween party, which is literally half a dozen cars parked in a semicircle to field with the kids listlessly dancing in the middle. Lamest party ever. <laughs> they have costumes on? No. What? What kind of Halloween party is this? I told you. This movie says it's Halloween, but does nothing to show you it's Halloween in the same way that it says the slugs are dangerous, but does nothing to show you the slugs are dangerous. <laughs> The slugs are as dangerous as it is Halloween in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a sentence. All right. Yep. 
We cut back to Mike and Don and John all meeting up. Mike gets dressed up in a hazmat suit and Mike drops the hint that he brought some bait to lure all the slugs to one place. What? So his plan is to somehow use bait of some kind to lure all the slugs in the whole town into a single room in the sewer where they will kill them. Do we find out what the bait is? Don't tell me, but yes. do we find out? Philip, what is the bait? Dead bodies. I don't know. <laughs> Probably Danielle. What do you think the no, bait is? No, it's cabbage. I think it's <laughs> cabbage. Alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. Alcohol kills okay. them. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the slugs are drunk from eating all the drunk people. It's to be like this and cabbage. Okay, cabbage. <laughs> That's his plan. But as you pointed out, slugs are slow. I don't know how the slugs are all going to like stream in from over the city quick enough for him to like is it going to take hours days for him to collect all the slugs and like how are you going to like if a slug is all the way across town like oh I smell meat five miles away let me book my slug butt over there to get the whatever the bait they've got some sandwiches they're just like hanging out waiting absolute bonkers anyway so Mike and Don will lure all the slugs into one room of the sewer they point out what that room is is where they think is where the nest is. And then John will pop over the manhole cover, wait for them to get out, and then dump the chemicals in to explore all the slugs. But if they don't get out in two minutes after reaching the nest and lure all the slugs there, he's to drop it anyway and assume they're lost. Got it. All right. There we go. That's the plan. Perfect. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> no notes. Great plan. You'll see why I hate this plan later. I already hate this plan. I don't need to see why you hate it later. Why do you hate it? Because of the L'Oreal was selected in one place? Stupid. <laughs> yes, it is. What would be your plan, Danielle, for killing all those slugs? I don't know. I don't think you can. I don't think you can lure them all someplace with like a reasonable amount of time. Okay, I think well, you're screwed. Give me I a think plan. I don't think there's any solution you think to this. Is lost. We should just give up. Yes. Surrender to the slug army. <laughs> I do, in fact, think that. I think it's impossible to get rid of all the slugs now. Well, that's too bad. I don't really think they're a threat, so <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> Fair. That's fair. Back at the party, one of the kids, one of the teens, is trying to get with the girl, Pam, you know, my alter ego, self-identified person mm -hmm. who didn't want to go to the party in the first place. And she's turning him down, so he storms off. And then one of Bobby's friends puts on, like, a skeleton mask and is watching them from the bushes. And as the guy storms off and Pam wanders off, he jumps out at the girl and tries to, like, assault her, which is not at all pleasant to watch. It's actually pretty disturbing, but she manages to escape, and she hides from him by jumping down into the sewer, <laughs> which is apparently there's an open entry to the sewer here, and she's immediately eaten by slugs. That's not fair. He should be eaten by slugs. I know. I do not like the way that women are treated in this movie. <laughs> Pam, eaten by slugs, that, like, attempted rapist, scot-free. Yeah. Nothing ever happens to him. He's fine. <laughs> not cool. Not at all great. Oh, 80s. Yeah. Yeah, none. Mm. So, bad movie, no biscuit. Not at all pleased with that outcome. <laughs> it's okay, the slugs get him later. I wish. It's off screen. Okay, off screen. <laughs> a, a single yeah. slug crawls into his face. This is for Pam! And bites his face off. <laughs> I'm on board with that, actually. <laughs> so we cut back to Mike and Don. They're in the sewers, in their hazmat outfits. But the entrance to the main chamber has been sealed up. And so they have to go around the long way. Did the slugs seal it up? No, apparently his maps are old. Are you sure? I mean, they could be very industrious mason slugs out there. I don't know. You don't know, Sam. You don't know their skills. They probably use their mucus. Yes, they, they use mucus as the grout in, 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 the, in the tiling they did. It probably dries very hard. 
Twelve yes, could yes, slug yes, yes, and use as a proof. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, actually, I Thank have no you. idea. But I guess... <laughs> no, no, you do. It's absolutely... Yeah, you've confirmed it. Got it. You're our expert. Anything you say goes. <laughs> yeah. We'll, anything you say is the truth. By decree. <laughs> Listeners, if Philip is wrong, please let oh, no. us know. Oh, no. But you know no. what? None no. of them will let us know. <laughs> also, listeners, if Philip is wrong... You, you're wrong. I'm sorry. You, you, you tell us, but you'll just be wrong. No, tweet us at Book Retorts and MindTech Books on Twitter. <laughs> we need somebody who's a slug expert. I'm sure there's a million of them out there who listen yeah. to this podcast. And they will say unequivocally, everything Philip said is 100% true. Perfect slugs. No Perfect notes. slugs. <laughs> 10 out of 10 slugs. Ridiculous. Meanwhile, a friend of Pam is looking for her, but he passes right by the sewer where her body is being dragged deeper in by the slug. So bye-bye, Pam. Is she the bait? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> Mike and Don find a room full of slugs. Unsurprising if they've been breeding the sewers for days, weeks, who knows? So, oh, oh this is crazy. Mike takes a blowtorch, <laughs> like, a, like a hand blowtorch, out of his pocket wherever he <laughs> and he cuts a wire that's in the sewer a convenient sewer wire you know all those sewer wires yeah, of course and it falls in to the like the water where the slugs are crawling around and it starts electrocuting the slugs like they draw that blue lightning from like star trek mm -hmm. all over the slugs and they're all being electrocuted like a whole bunch of them being electrocuted by the, the electricity so like okay I guess you're not luring those ones to the chain. I don't know what their plan is. <laughs> well, they just saw an easy way to get rid of a bunch of slugs at the same time. Yeah, but then, like, you assume this kills all the slugs, which obviously it probably doesn't. Yep. But this also is the main chamber, and this chamber was full of slugs. So, like, there's no way they're killing all the slugs and getting them all into one chamber. They're screwed. You're right, Danielle. They should give up. <laughs> they're not going to get them all. There's no way this plan succeeds. <laughs> So they're lost and decide to make their way to the sewer chamber under the old factory, which I don't know if that was where they were going originally or if they just decided to change their like destination. Place, but they but go. Okay. You move, move. I, I don't know. Like, I thought they had to find the nest, but exactly, I, exactly. I guess they decided the nest is somewhere else. A bit near. So it's getting both at the same time. Yeah, I have no idea what their plan is or where they're going or how they're going to kill the slugs. It's just walking by gobs of slugs, which are sitting there being <laughs> slugs and not following them like Pied Piper style. <laughs> anyway, they slog their way through the slugs while John is trying to open a manhole cover to prepare to drop the chemicals in. Only he's using a pickaxe to try to open the manhole of cover. Course. And like, like he puts it in the, in the little hole and he can't do it because he's too weak because he's a scientist <laughs> and not a big, strong man. <laughs> A manatist. <laughs> Not a manatist, right. <laughs> or a manatee. <laughs> also strong. So Mike radios up that they found the main breeding ground under the factory. How convenient. How do they know it's the main breeding ground? I don't know. What it looks like is like a giant whirlpool, <laughs> like a giant pool of water. Kind of like the one from Warriors of Virtue, Daniel, if you remember that. I was just thinking of that, actually. Except it's not a whirlpool. It's just like a stagnant water. He's like, oh, this giant well of water... That's it? That's where all the slugs no are breeding. Slug so, or something? <laughs> nope, nope. No this is where the slug slugs come from. Oh my God. This is where they trained their slug Navy SEAL oh. slugs. <laughs> I wanted a slug queen, like slug borgs. Nope, 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 nope. They just have a, a pit of water. Like, well, that's the main nest. Got it. That's so dumb. I was expecting them to have a swirling nest of sludge or something. Nope. Somebody would fall into it's it, It's way course. cheaper than that. It, it, it's much less expensive to film an empty thing of it's water so, and it's say so it's full of slugs like, beneath the surface. Why are they even showing it? It would be even more, even better if somebody like looked and they didn't show it and then they ran away or something. Like, why do they just show water? No, because 
Unfortunately, the ladder out of the sewer is across the pit of water. Oh, no. <laughs> How would they ever get across to get out of the sewer? I mean, they could do it pretty easily because they're slugs <laughs> and they're not very fast. <laughs> they're like, we'll never make it across without the slugs getting us. Well, they can't get in the water because they'll be pulled under, like, uh, what's his face? Yeah. Wayne at the beginning of the movie from the boat. They don't the know wrist. that. They didn't see that happen. Yeah, no one knows about Wayne. That's a good point. <laughs> You assume they do because, you know. This movie operates like everybody has all of the information yeah, yeah. of all the characters. And yet none of the information, too, because they're all idiots. No, they ins- they insist they can't get across. So Don's like, oh, but okay, there's a way we can get out this way. There's like a metal hatch in the wall. He starts trying to pry it open with a crowbar. <laughs> and Mike's like, okay, John, we found a new way out. Dump in the chemicals. And I don't know why they couldn't just dump them in from the top. Because they didn't do anything to lure the slugs here. They just wandered around the sewer for a while, said they found the nest, which was the place they already told John to go to, and then said, John, dump the chemicals in. We're out of here. Like, they could have just done that from the surface, and it would have been fine. Yeah. So are they luring the, the slugs or not? No. Like, they took a bag of meat. That was the bait. And he threw it into the pool of slugs to, like, distract them for a while so they could try to get across and get out. But it didn't work, and they weren't distracted enough. And he's like, well, I guess we're going out the other way. <laughs> And no slugs were lured into the chamber, as far as I can so tell. So as far as you know, there are a zillion slugs outside of the chamber still. Yes. Perfect. Okay. And their entire plan was pointless. They could have just dumped the chemicals in from the surface and been as effective. Excellent. Got it. Perfect plan. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> anyway, John still can't open the manhole cover. He's struggling with that pickaxe, man. <laughs> when the sheriff suddenly shows up and finds him. Cut back to Don, who pries the hatch open and is immediately shoved by a torrent of water into the nest. Oh, Mm -hmm. no. So he starts, like, treading water and screaming. He's like, Mike, uh, help me, Mike. And so Mike shimmies out across a pipe that's suspended over the pool of water and, like, hooks his legs over the pipe and then flips down, trying to, like, grab Mike and haul him out. But Mike is pulled under and then a torrent of blood erupts from the well. Of course, I was waiting for it. So our main character died? No, I'm sorry. Don (laughs) is pulled under. Mike is fine. (laughs) I was like, wait. (laughs) I might have got Mike and Don confused. Don is pushed in, and Mike shimmies out, tries to pull him over, and he can't do it. And then Don goes under and, and turns the blood. That's what he gets for taking his respirator off. Yeah, right. So Mike's like, "Well, I guess that's all for Don." And shimmies across the pipe to the exit, like to the ladder they couldn't get to before. I'm like, "Wait a minute! Why didn't they just do that? They could have shimmied across the that's pipe to the ladder and got out the front. They need to like try open the this. They're idiots. Like they, they they do everything they can to not solve the problems they can solve easily without danger." <laughs> Anyway, Mike emerges from the sewer. It's clear the sheriff helped John pry open the manhole cover. He yells at John to dump in the poison. He does. Like, they have, like, it hooked up to a truck and there's, like, a hose. So they mm. so they pour it in there. Flames fill the sewers as every manhole in town explodes <laughs> off its cover. And several buildings also explode. People die. Millions. Yeah. Like- <laughs> it seems way more dangerous than, like, the slugs, what? honestly. Yep. <laughs> made the situation so much worse and they sprayed the slugs all over the place to breathe to have more slugs. <laughs> Perfect. So insane. <laughs> Flames also erupt at the Halloween party and some of the cars explode there because I guess there are sewers underneath the cars. I don't know. <laughs> Sirens go off. Fire trucks scream through the city as the explosions subside. Mike is pissed at the sheriff. He's like, you're a real piece of work. Don's death is on your hands. And John's like, what are you talking about? He knew his chances, quote unquote. Like, first off, did he? <laughs> did anyone really know their chances with giant killer slugs? I don't think they did. They're not even giant killer slugs, Sam. They're just killer slugs. Normal size killer slugs. You're right. 
And then John insists that they needed Don to complete this mission. They wouldn't have succeeded without him. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. I still think they could have just dumped the chemicals in from the top. And it would have like, because it doesn't seem like they need to be that precise with it. Since every part of the sewer exploded, they could have dumped it in literally anywhere. And the whole sewer would have exploded anyway. So I feel like Don's death was entirely avoidable and entirely on their heads for it. Mm. So suddenly, Kim pulls up in a car to the factory. Thought she was going out of town. Yeah, well, she pulled up. She at the factory anyway. She pulls up with the police and fire trucks, so somehow she knew Mike was here and decided to come there, too, and got there before the cops did. So good job, Kim. <laughs> She's psychic, too. Yep. She jumps out, rushes over to hug Mike as cheery music plays, like upbeat, like, oh, yeah, 80s happy music. There are all the cameras zooming out, but suddenly the music cuts to an ominous sting as the camera zooms in on a single slug sitting above a sewer grate that has a red light shining from below. <laughs> Fade out. The end. I'm sure that's also, the only slug that survived. I know. I'm like, I would not be surprised if literally thousands of slugs were totally fine. Did the slug show any teeth at that point, or just normal slug? Uh, it could be a mutant slug, could be an normal slug. Impossible to say. Maybe it's the Romeo and Juliet slug, <laughs> some hybrid. <laughs> I was curious if they used the same model with the teeth at the garden scene. So this was, he like no, opens his mouth menacingly or something. You never see that model again. It's all just normal slugs ah, or like. I was sure that's what the ending scene's gonna be. It's gonna open his mouth and be like. <laughs> yeah, 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 then like zoom in on it and go. <laughs> yep, that would be or something. Great. <laughs> no, it I was just a for. shot of a normal slug sitting on a grate <laughs> doing what slugs do, which is nothing. <laughs> and I was like, well, town is screwed. Awesome ending. It's so non threatening. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the movie slugs the movie oh about gosh. animals so dangerous they're not dangerous at all <laughs> i was really really praying that it would be something either super dumb or super like out of the box creative to justify why they're dangerous uh, no, no the yeah. super dumb part is them assuming the slugs are a threat in the oh, first okay, place okay. and not just going like it's too meta huh. it. when they get to the salt and <laughs> like mission to accomplish again put a salt ring around salt. the town no one used salt once in this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. They make a new magic chemical out of lithium-based arsenic, <laughs> but no one thinks, huh, salt, that kills slugs. Yeah. I hope the book is completely different. I yeah, it's I like aliens it or something. All, so I certainly hope that I'll talk you into it and we'll read it together. But after this experience, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I would be delighted to read I'm that book totally and answer my questions. Yeah, absolutely. In that case, you are so welcome. I'll be very happy <laughs> to read it with you, but please don't hate me afterwards after you finish this book. I won't hate you any more than you hate me after sharing this movie with you. <laughs> I am delighted. I think it took me longer to explain this movie to you yes, than the movie's yes, that's what I wanted to mention. <laughs> very long Which one. <laughs> I am... I don't know if I'm angry about that because I wasted so much time on this movie or if I'm, like, impressed with how dense this movie is with nonsense. <laughs> so would you recommend this movie? <laughs> I don't know you do this on your podcast, but do you think people should watch it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would recommend this movie. This would be a great group watch okay. for, like, a bunch of, if you and your friends enjoy doing, like, the bad movie mm -hmm. watches, you know, The Room or Plan 9 or all that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Theodore Rex, whatever. This is up there with a fun monster movie thing. And I also saw that there is a director's commentary. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, there, there are several director's commentaries. There's like two awesome. sets of commentary. There's there's like a, a critic commentary track, a director commentary track for this movie, which what do they have to say about this movie? <laughs> like, why? I kind of want to watch it. Like, exactly, I, I can't exactly. wait to hear them try to justify I'm just going to watch this. it straight up 
directly with documentary, not just the movie. Just I want to interested in that. I want to know, like, if if the director isn't just saying I was drunk the whole time, I had no idea how this happened. <laughs> that I don't know what the answer is because yeah. it's probably like, yes, this made sense to us. Lithium based arsenic in the sewers. Since he's Spanish. He's gonna have a lovely accent. I'm sure it's gonna be very entertaining. Oh, I'm excited. So anyway, that's something to look forward to. Also. We also mentioned there is a movie called Slither that always comes up with discussion of this mm-hmm. Lex movie with Nathan Fillion. It's supposedly really good, but I haven't seen it. It's like an actually Slither, good horror sure. movie, so people recommend that one. Okay. Have you seen that? It's like Tremors is a fun, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. creature horror Something movie, like that, too. Yeah. Like, it, there, there are a lot of creature horror movies. This one is unique in how little I believe in the threat <laughs> of the creatures. <laughs> The whole movie, you know, like every creature movie, you have to sort of buy in that, okay, these these puppets that they're using to murder people are very scary. But at no point do I feel like if I was in that town, I would not feel the least bit afraid. <laughs> like, if I was in Tremors, I'd be afraid. If I was in the Arachnophobia movie, like, I know there were spiders. I mean, yeah, I would be afraid of that. Like, I would probably be killed by that. Yep. You know, I, I would not survive. I don't have the skills maybe to survive in the Arachnophobia universe. <laughs> The slow universe, I feel like I got a fair chance at least. <laughs> it's a good couple of answer to, to, to all these questions like which horror movie universe you'd like to be in. So that's, that's the one. You're going to be a hero yeah, very easily. Just use the salt. You're done. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I have salt in my kitchen. I'm fine. I'm also like up a few levels. I know slugs can crawl and climb walls, but like I feel like it wouldn't be that hard. I can just close the window or whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, that was Slugs. Thank you, Philip, for sharing Slugs with me. I'm so glad you introduced me to this movie. I'm so glad you're not angry. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so glad you told me about it and I didn't have to watch it because this is exactly why I love podcasts. You watch it for me and it's more entertaining when you talk about it. So that's amazing. See, it's easier when you just show up and talk. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's great to be a guest. Uh, At the same time, there's going to be a Mind Deck Books episode and it's about the book. So hopefully right now you can go and check out the book and compare it. So we'll make little do our yeah. best to have you be able to listen to it after your Halloween party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll figure that out. It'll, there'll be a later episode where we'll do a follow-up on Mind Duck Books podcast where we will read slugs and discuss if all our questions have been answered. So I hope you enjoy it. So check that out. Uh, the listeners, I hope you have a great Halloween and you have a wonderful slug costume. <laughs> <laughs> if you out there have a solution for murdering all the slugs that we did not discuss. That isn't salt based. <laughs> you can tell us your slug murdering ideas at bookretorts.com. You can also tweet Instagram or Facebook us at bookretorts. And if you want to fund our own scientist to find the cure for killer slugs, a slugatist, slugatist, you can fund our research program at patreon.com slash bookretorts. <laughs> Yay, slugs. Wonderful. Do you have any closing slug facts? Yeah, Hello? give us a slug fact. Oh no, I have an run out of them. <laughs> <laughs> there are no more facts yeah, about slugs. Make it up. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> What do slugs like to do in their spare time, Philip? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have one. I have one. Okay, I found found a good one. (laughs) Okay, great. So, this this might have also been used in the movie in a creative way. It might have been really horrifying and disgusting. Unfortunately, nobody nobody cared. And it is that a slug can stretch its body to 20 times the length of its normal body body length. So, they could have stretched themselves into sticks and impaled people or something. That could have happened. So they can squeeze through fact. the smallest openings is the fun fact. The smallest openings. Creepy. Yes. This has been our most educational episode yet. <laughs> By I'm, far. I'm so pleased. <laughs> By far. 
This is amazing. Thank you, Philip, for sharing your wisdom. In fact, actually, screw our research program. If you want to fund us to get a grant for Philip to go into slug research, (laughs) let's do that. Because I feel like he could be amazing at it. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Thank you for coming. Uh, Thank you so much, Philip. So everyone out there, until next time, uh, always look before you sit down on the toilet and get the slugs in there. That's that's just good common sense always anyway. (laughs) Absolutely. Who knows? Well, until next time. Bye. Take care, everybody. I see that you're a little bit of a higher class podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's what you might think, but we all know that's highly successful, and I'm sure you made lots of money doing this and all that. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah. Give me my money, don't Sam. Pretend, Give me my don't money. pretend otherwise. I, I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> really, really breaking the bank open on that one. <laughs>